I see on. You know what? I don't think this our streaming tool keeps up with the other thing as easily. But whatever. Yeah, it takes a long time to update. Like even if I log in, like it. So you're saying there's update. like a five second delay? At least, at least. So you're saying there's like a five second delay? You're hilarious. <laughs> at least, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Probably Demise. Thanks Thank for you for in, everybody. We're up. Bye. <laughs> Thank Bye. you for putting up with Bye. us last week when we had some interesting audio stuff because we were gathered around a real, real life, ta- real, real life, a, a reality table. We, we were gathered together. <laughs> wow. Wow. We did, we did I looked at it like when you, like even like very big, like high budget podcasts when they do like a con or something and they yeah. do like a live episode, it always sounds like shit. So I'm just treating it like that. Okay. Our audio good. was low because we were on. Location. We were doing a con. We yeah. were doing a con. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 Everybody cool. sounds like, like shit in a live episode. It's fine. Okay. Well, hello, everybody. Esteemed listeners, uh, we're ready to take another adventure down the role of probability and death. <laughs> As we I thought it was supposed to be or death. Oh, but okay. Uh, or? Sorry. I huh? will stop. I will stop. Uh, allow me to introduce our distractible souls who bring life to our tale. First, we have Jess, the portrayer uh-huh. of death doom and dismay through the lens of Tanzanite. Jess, what terrifying deeds are you up to today? Um. <laughs> death and doom. <laughs> Your voice sounds like the opposite of death and doom. <laughs> death or doom. And Lur- oh, Larissa. Oh, hi. <laughs> hi, Jess's uh, mom. And Larissa, who yeah. is our soldier of fortune and health and healing, <clears throat> or just somebody who's chilling out, relaxed, and hanging out with her friends, as Trixie. Hello. What have your fists been up to recently? I I genuinely can't remember because I I drank something. Forgetfulness juice. <laughs> uh, I may have written that in the show notes. Uh, and then, of course, there is Jason playing Asher. Hello. Who is a lake. Uh, yes. <laughs> what is a lake it like of being a lake? I am a, <laughs> yes, I'm a lake of creativity. Mm. Boom. Turn that around. Solid. You did. Together, these three extraordinary storytellers weave a captivating tapestry of adventure within Atland, a world molded by our collective imaginations, where science remnants intertwine with tendrils of magic. So, Te- technically, it's liquid. 
what what is liquid? <laughs> He's a lake. You said solid. Technically, it's liquid. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now I'm snorting. Last time <laughs> you were snorting. Now I'm snorting. <laughs> I've been gooped up for too long. All right. Uh, any announcements? Gooped up. She shouldn't have come. <laughs> um. If you are in the New York area and interested in singing with the Stonewall Chorale, we are actively auditioning for our 23-24 concert season. Um, The repertoire isn't set yet, so I don't want to give away any details, but the March concert in particular, we're going to be doing, as of right now, a very... uh, interesting (laughs) meaningful piece similar to this past uh season when we did considering matthew shepherd so if you are in the nyc area and are looking for uh, a very welcoming um gay choir feel free to uh check out stonewallchorale.org and click on a button a button that says audition I also highly recommend joining Larissa's new mm. reading club, mm. which is going over Legends and Lattes, written by Travis. So Beltry. cute. So cute. Free when you join the Stonewall Corral, you can join no. her book club. <laughs> no, 100% recommend if you haven't read this book. Oh my gosh. 100 rep- It's like, it's such a cute, sweet, easy read. Like it's. The back says, I think somebody says it's like my new favorite comfort read. And I agree 100%. Like, it's, and another thing says like, uh, something like low stakes. It's a very low stakes book. Um, I can't recommend it enough. If you're a fan of the. There's coffee. There's everything you could need. There's danger. There's baked goods. Yes, that sound amazing. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I just read it because Larissa recommended it to me, so I thought I would just <laughs> piggyback on that. Isn't it cute? It is adorable. It was really, really good. So feel free to connect with us in all the fun ways that you want to. Maybe we should start a book club. That would be more fun in other places. At any rate, we are... Because Jess is always reading something interesting. Oh, gosh, mm-hmm. darn it. We need to, like... At least the four of us should start reading things simulcast yeah. or something. I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe that can be like a side podcast. It doesn't have to be a um, the side cast. Yeah. yeah. Side cast. Uh, so lovely to. <laughs> it'd be like 15, 20 minutes. We wouldn't have to yeah. take that long. It'd be beautiful. Uh, anyways, I think that's all of our announcements. Um, we do have merch if you want to check that out. Uh, Sticker. Somewhere. Stickers. Oh, yeah. If you find one of us, I've spread the sticker love in other places. And I think at New York City Comic Con and at Portland Comic Con, I'm going to do oversized versions that I'll be passing around. So we'll have some big fat stickers. But for us in intersections near Dice, probably. That feels like a good place to hand stuff out like that. Yeah. We had flyers last year that were very limitedly handed out in intersections near Dice booths. Yeah. I, I got a whole huge heaping. I think like there were two stacks in my cupboard for a while, and then I finally got the last of them handed off to people uh, uh, who probably felt assaulted my, by my handing them postcards. Everywhere. I still have a box of them under here that just needs to go in the recycling because like it's the old the old branding, the old logo, everything. So it's not really any good for anything anymore. 
that's the downside about marketing is as you grow as a brand all of your marketing material goes to shit yeah well we're trying to we've been this has been a practice run of trying to figure things out and learn how to do things so it's all solid we're solid we're growing we're learning we're doing things and it is along with learning and growing i am sure that there's an absolutely tied in component in the next segment of our show which is the word of the day featuring jess um where's up uh word of the day oh Word of the day. I was about to take a drink. I'm like, what did I do? Word of the day. Okay. Let me hydrate. Jesus. We are organized and chaotic. All right. So today's word of the day is cogent. Uh, Cogent is a formal word that describes something that is very clear and easy for the mind to accept and believe. I believe that was a very cogent definition. Well done. Beautiful. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I gotta take something. Lame. Oh, I actually remembered to use the word of the day last time, but I never used the actual role. Like the see us grow. Is the inspiration carry over? I don't know if it carries over or not. Gonna see us is rolling dirty. <laughs> uh, and at this point, we are now. Ready to roll for a recap. Okay. Now for us, because we did run the last one asynchronously so that I could hang out with my friends and sing at karaoke with them, uh, as well as other things. It has wild. been three weeks. And not, not to, to, to be a terrible human being, but I did listen to us last night and I kind of felt like I was just wanting to talk to my friends the whole time because you'd say stuff and I'd want to interject so just might have forgotten to pay attention when I was doing it so let's all just roll those dice and see what happens mm. where are my dice? roll them for recap roll them for recap <laughs> 19 have fun guys okay uh, uh. mm. just I'm going to stop saying mine. I always just say mine. And then, and then like, they, they they hold out. It's like, what is this game that they're... I don't understand. You first room. I'm so scared. Why? Fear. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? That I forgot everything. <laughs> everything. You first, well, everything. You first room. What? You're just playing this game. Well, I rolled a seven. So oh. I'm awesomely, happily safe. <laughs> what I is actually... That? That's the highest I've rolled in a while. I rolled a 15. <laughs> to be fair, you are the you are the one who listened to us, so. Well, yes, yeah, so that means I actually have to make sure I remember what I listened to, which is No excuse. <sighs> Alright. We will do it. Let's let's do it collaboratively. You can I, start I us got off. this. I got this. I got this. I got this. So at the beginning of last session, you had just defeated the giant red dragon. You had kind of come to the realization that harvesting it was going to be a bit of an issue. You had found the, at the time, oivoid shape that you now realized is a a, a giant um, egg. Um, and yeah, that's kind of where we, like, like you were all there you brought the airship closer to to move the big egg. That's about 
I'm so distracted by Stop, Jason. Jesus. <laughs> he's, he's doing it on purpose. I know. Because he's evil. I know. Um, so, yeah. So things were happening. It was all good. Um, uh, now I, I'm trying to... We, that we found Shuri's the egg, the version ovoid or shape. the original version. <laughs> yes, so found the egg, the o- o- ovoid-shaped egg, and it was uh, kind of like just craziness. I mean, you emerged victorious with a, a, a battle against a red dragon. Um, there was the, the harvesting program. Um, you flew. You got the egg into the to the airship. And you flew to the tower to collect the, the reward. Um, yeah. Well, there was a little bit of time where you were trying to figure out how to move the egg. And I'm just like, what are they trying to move it to? Um, you happened to... Um, I'm going to do things in different parts. How about that? That's just because there was like four strands. You brokered a deal to get the harvesting done from the dragon utilizing Grand's brand as an intermediary. I'm not going to describe how that all came about, but Grand basically showed up or was pulled over and seems to have gone into some sort of um, deal, some sort of magical deal with this tower, um, something that has given him some minor magical capacities that he did not have before. So that was, you know, a bonding moment where everybody find something new. Uh, you also learned a little bit more about the egg um, that, that, that had been tucked into the bunker that the red dragon was trying to get into. So it was trying to get this thing. Um, and then uh, it appears to be alive and yet also inanimate based on the magic spells that you've used that that, that have manipulated it. Um, Asher's animate object allowed it to float, whereas Jess's turn a creature invisible made it invisible. Um, and so those th- things have happened, um, and you've, you you were able to get the egg up there, um, and it is currently. Um, <laughs> you are also distracting. It's currently there. Words can't do it. I love you all, uh, and two people before all these things kind of like filtered through. Asher and Larissa went and decided to have a drink and a snack at the bar. Uh, and Who the hell is Larissa? So Tr- Trixie and Asher, sorry. <laughs> Trixie and Asher went and had a drink at the bar. And it happened to be a it happened to be a very hallucinatory uh, sort of substance that you both failed the con save on. And so I got to have a strange stranded moment where a tiny little random roll of the dice for a tavern substance turned into a little semi-adventure where you, uh, Trixie, uh, traipsed through several uh, creatures' encampments and lairs and being at the level as you are, they weren't really... I mean, they weren't high enough level to really deal with you, so <laughs> it was kind of traipsing. Uh, but you sped through all those different spaces. Asher, you uh, regaled the mountains with song. I did. And Tanzanite were alive. had to collect you both. Um, I did warn them at, at the top before they had these adventures that they're that in character they would not remember any of this, so they have no clue because not only do they have no clue, but Tanzanite 
through a combination of obfuscation and misdirection, refused to share what actually happened. Like even when she failed her role, she still managed to redirect the conversation, which was very impressive. I, congratulations, Stan Knight. That was um, uh, high honors to you. Uh, and they have been uh, talking to the egg throughout this whole time. Um, Tanzanite is very intent upon uh, making sure that the egg thinks of it as thinks of her as its mother and that it will not kill them. Um, Asher seems to be doing like go to sleep mode and Trixie's, I think, playing neutral. <laughs> uh, and so that's kind of where we landed by the end of it. You are enriched by like bajillion gold coins. You're in a tower full of treasures. Uh, I think you have tentative plans to try to return to Tanzanite's father. Shep is now almost fully recovered from the uh, dream that he threw to the red dragon in order to uh, distract it and convince it that your airship was worth following, which was part of their whole trap and plot to get the dragon out of its lair. Uh, so I feel like you're in a really good spot right now with lots of options before you. There's the take, you could stay here, get more equipment if you wanted to. Um, you could go back to Overton. You could go back to Canyonville. You could go back to your uh, fortress over in the uh, Mary Baird Stealth. You it could explore it. new lands. You could go back to the swamp. You, the world is truly the three of your oyster. Does anybody have anything that I missed that they really want me to make sure we say? I did that so disjointedly that I'm so glad that it's over. <laughs> you still did it. I had none of the transition music or effect or anything. So I'm just sitting here watching Larissa dance in our little background video s section going like, okay, it's still working. It's still working. It's still working. <laughs> but it like totally glitched out on me. I'm like, and I don't know what's happening. So well yeah, Trixie, Asher, Tanzanite, you are in the tower still. Uh, Tanzanite has the egg. The three of you are sorting out what to do. What is you're fully rested as far as I can remember. Um, is the um, I'm just going to long rest myself just in case because I don't remember <laughs> if I did. Yeah. Is um the proprietor or the, I can't remember the guy's name, like the guy that handles introductions when you come in, the hostess. I don't remember his name. <laughs> is that guy around? The guy who I put the coin um, in his pocket. Yeah, it's easy enough to to find them. You wanted to, you snuck a coin into his pocket, or you wanted to, right? Mm -hmm. No, yeah. I did. Yeah, yeah. Um, Pretty yeah, sure they, on that. He is definitely around. Um, I would like to ask him if they have a teleportation circle. Okay. 
when you ask them if they have a teleportation circle, you kind of see a little bit of a frown on their face and then they... Chicken upstairs. And he points to the stairway that goes up to the highest um, part of the tower, the, 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 the location to which Tanzanite went to in order to go to the high-end equipment. Okay. I'm going to go back to my friends. Like, I'm going to go see if there's a teleportation circle so we could take the back directly to Overton without having to fly there. Uh, do you say you're going to the high-end like area? Um, it's near there. Not, okay. Not necessarily um, in there. Can can I come along? Sure. You're still carrying the egg, invisible egg. I, was, I mean, I was probably gonna the recast it at this point. If you leave it, it to be invisible. in the room for now, you know, or I can make it invisible and bring it. Unless you know, Trixie doesn't watch mind it. watching it. I'll watch the egg. Unless you want to come with us, I w- I just wanted to go shopping a little. I want to watch the egg. Okay, and I like kind of do the like saying that. Shove. Sorry, not Trixie, by the way. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. Um, I'll sorry. Let me. <laughs> me. Uh, oh, I'll stay. Uh, uh, I'll I'll stay in the room. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. So I guess we'll put the egg back in the room and then. Unless it's still in there, I don't even know. But um, I haven't left the room. Well, I mean, I was in the lobby, so I guess I came back to you, and then okay, now we're good. gonna go upstairs. Okay. Okay. <laughs> We've right. forgotten how to play. <laughs> what is this game? I don't understand how it works. It's okay. We can always retcon. So at some point during the morning, Abu's solutions. Asher went up, checked in, came back down, made a plan. Good, beautiful. You're both. You're both headed up there. Um, Tans. Trixie, you are staying with the egg. Yes. Um, all right. Is it still and, like semi-warm? Oh yeah, it's got a no longer a hot, hot uh, warmth to it that it had initially, but it is warm. I'm gonna like curl up around it, like with my tail, kind of like circling okay. it, just as like a because it's like warm and comforting in that respect. Yeah, I think that like as you kind of do this, you you kind of have to spiral around, and you realize that based on your size, like you can get around it, but it's like barely. Like you almost yeah. seem like an Ouroboros in terms of like your mouth and tail are pretty close to each other by the time you fully yeah. get cozied in. Beautiful. I'm just like. Uh, <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> See, my. Eight terrible purient imagination i imagined the egg and then just trixie sitting on top of it <laughs> like a little <laughs> little red fox red squirrel sitting on top of it no i'm like curled right. around the base okay like a muff uh, like a, <laughs> an egg muff <laughs> <laughs> all right um you as you go to leave tanzanite and Asher, do you ask Shep to accompany you or do you allow them to stay? Because Shep is looking like they would just stay. They've followed uh, Trixie and Asher in and they seem to be thinking through something. They're kind of deep in thought. I'd be like, Shep, you have 80,000 gold in our bank account. Do you want anything? Uh, 
no, no. I'll I'll go wait for you outside. And he begins to slow walk up the stairs. Do you want to come with us? You could always window shop. Um, sure. Uh, cool. What is 80,000 gold? Uh, A lot of monies. Yeah. Oh, so if okay. you see anything that interests you that you might like to own, point it out. Their look goes contemplative for a little bit. And, and then Asher they runs up the stairs with his debit of... card out like this. No. <laughs> Spend the money. All right. Take so my the money. three of you head upstairs. Um, Trixie, I'll check back in with you later to find out. What type what, of dragon hatch? <laughs> I'm just napping. <laughs> awesome. Uh, so you go up the stairs. Uh, Tanzanite, Asher, you've moved around a little bit you you're you you are aware of these spaces and this is a a dark space uh dimly lit little nooks almost anything anyone could imagine of the highest end of of all um magical relics and tomes is up here and each kind of highlighted in its own little special special place what are you up to? What are you looking for? I yell for Dennis. Because I remembered his name and wrote it down. Hey! Dennis! It doesn't take long before Dennis kind of <laughs> lumbering, bulky, comes down, sees you, and a grin just starts to split their face. Their dour demeanor a little bit uplifted, a little bit excited to see you. Dennis, I brought friends and I have money. Uh, what do you need? I don't need anything. I want things. <laughs> Uh, there's a, a shift in his continence, and you see a little glimmer in their eyes. They say, oh, and what do you want? Everything. Let's hear. I have not had a good shopping spree since I was still living under my mother's roof. Um, my parents paid for everything back then. Actually, I don't even know if they paid. I think we just got it. Emma Bina. Yeah, um, he begins walking you through and showing you all sorts of different things. Uh, is there anything you would be curious about or uh, types of like... things? Are you looking at, like, are you doing, like, frivolous shopping for, like, clothes? They, they, they are the highest end of clothing, but they all do seem to have, um, even to uh, untrained magical eyes, but you are trained magical eyes, they do seem to have something more to them. Um, so there's everything from jewelry, clothes, weaponry, armor. It is a massively, um, like it's, it's not, it's not, it doesn't seem like there's a ton of stuff, but now that you've been, you've informed him that you're in shopping mode for things you want, it seems like there's just corridor after corridor of niches with individual items. 
uh, the soft velvet carpeting, keeping everything hushed, but. I would like a new pretty outfit that is both elegant, but if there's a fight, I can fight. I want a piece of jewelry that does something. And um, I want a something that you pick out. Um, I want perfume. I want to be pretty. I want to smell like a honeysuckle vine. So, so you ask for jewelry. You ask for something that he's picked out, and you ask for something that's beautiful. Is that yeah? Correct. Like an outfit. An outfit that's like an, beautiful. Um, Functional, like a pretty skirt. You know, it looks like a skirt, but they're really shorts. <laughs> but pretty. Um, okay. Uh, so they begin taking you through the different spaces. And one of the things that they kind of hesitate at, uh, catches your eye. Um, they, they, they look at this. And this is, uh, a ring and they kind of, the, the the casing for this ring it seems to be like a heated stone but at the center where the ring is the area around the ring is frosted over this is uh, uh, the, the, the ring of winter would this interest you and as he approaches he kind of cast some sort of cantrip or something and seems to heat up the stone even more and you can see the ring uh, which was covered in frost the frost melts away for a little bit and you can see a golden uh, ring embedded with some unknown stone that seems to swirl in the the reflected glow of the stone beneath it the, the stone that seems to be heating the ring um, what does it do anything well, it's, uh, it's dangerous, but it would make you it would uh, make you immune to cold, and it has some other components that we've heard about. Uh, It, we collected it in a plane of ice. Hmm. Um, I think I want a necklace. Ah, uh, oh, okay. Um, they kind of move past that and they keep wandering deeper and deeper within, uh, trying to find things that would make you happy. Um, and they they continue going in. Um, they point out a few different things that aren't really jewelry. Uh, there's they they point out a crown at one point. They point out a uh, uh, a little uh, 
bracelet sort of thing. Um, and then eventually they point out a, um, a small, simple necklace, but it seems to have what looks like a deck of cards as the um, centerpiece for it. There's a, there's a small, little, metallic deck of cards. Is it on looks like a like, chain or a rope? Or it's a... on a chain. Um, it looks like it was uh, made of some sort of metal that's got a combination of both the qualities of silver and of gold, but with like a platinumish sheen around that as well. So it's, it seems like it's an alloy of some sort, uh, strange and not of this world. <laughs> How much is this? Uh, well, that is the full deck. So um, the full deck is... <sighs> we could part with it for 20,000 gold. Okay, next. So you are not interested? No, no, no. I mean next as in I want that and now show me oh. the next thing. You see he, without touching it, like he puts on some white cloth gloves and he very carefully lifts the necklace up, moves it to the side, puts it in a small little box with tissue paper. And, you know, um, if you've watched Rapid. Love Actually, you just <laughs> remember the... <laughs> It is not quite quick, but eventually you have a box uh, with a slightly floral scent, um, and he carry continues carrying that for you. Um, all right, so uh, you said jewelry, uh, you said armor or robes, yes? A robe, a skirt, you know, even a nice pair of boots. Maybe, maybe not a dress. Like a pair of boots would be nice. Or like fancy gloves. <laughs> Poor guy's like, just make up your he's, mind. He's experiencing a little bit of this ping-ponging. And uh, <laughs> I think Andy knows what just happened. Uh, he He's having this, this ping-ponging experience. And he goes, oh, gloves, you say? I do have one piece that you might truly love. And you walk down another alleyway and there's this lit space um, and you see a pair of gorgeous gloves. They seem to be stitched with gemstones, but somehow gemstones have been elongated to string and it's gaudy at first but then as you look at it longer they seem to settle into something more of the tone that you would appreciate and it's almost like the gloves are responding to your thoughts and changing their shape color and look these are yes what do you think of these i was definitely listening that whole time 
you just see a pair of long gloves. That uh, what what would they have transitioned into based on Tanzanite's uh, kind of mental headspace right now? I don't know. Maybe like a like a a gray black with like maybe like a gray to a black to gray ombre with okay. like like pretty pinks and purples because she's in a good mood like okay sewn yeah. in. i don't know you you see that these these truly elegant and now very much um elegant gloves are are sitting there in the case a little bit of matte mage light helping create a little glimmer of the of the of the brighter colors but otherwise this the the almost light absorbing black to the gray is just almost makes the gloves feel like a shadow ensemble of their own. Oh, they, uh, they seem pretty cool. These would help you greatly protecting your um, your body and soul. Uh, are, are you are you one who um, encounters danger fairly frequently? Uh, this would help. Yes. How much are these? Uh, 30,000. They would greatly support your fortitude. Okay, wrap those up as well. These are treated a little bit differently. An elongated box is brought out. Um, There's uh, some fine twine is wrapped around the box. And then these, instead of being held away from you, are handed to you directly. I'm going to hold them and be like, okay, now you pick something. Well, I feel... Like I need to do something. <sighs> he, he seems kind of like sigh, and kind of catches breath for a second. I need to do something to. Well, that that would that, 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 that the gloves will help. You kind of seem like totally stressing out a little bit. Um, perhaps. Perhaps, oh, I, I don't know. What would you wish? Hmm. I don't know. Is there anything that you, you think is really cool that someone else should have? Or maybe something you think I would like? <clears throat> or something you just want off your shelf so you can make room for something else. I do have something that really does need to go. And he leads the three to a series of tomes and each are set on its own little plinth. And he, he brings you to one that is, uh, it looks like the internal part is, is, uh, Paper, leather, 
you know, your normal thing, but it's been gilded in this strange, interesting pattern with gold on the outside. And there is a, a diamond-shaped gold embossing on top of that, and then on top of that is another diamond-shaped gold embossing, and then within that is a uh, gorgeous, gorgeous red jewel. Um, and you can see that he very much doesn't want to be anywhere near it or touch it. Uh, we were going to destroy it, but it's resisting that, so. What, what is it? What can you tell me about it? He looks sad for a moment and, and goes over and, and he picks up a small pot of moss. And as he walks closer to it, you watch the moss wither away and die. It's dangerous. And then even as he stands there, you can see that the plinth that it's on was made of stone and it's cracked and starting to flake away. This will have to replace its uh, stand soon. I'm going to look over to Ash, Asher and Shep and be like, yes. have y'all ever seen anything like this? Nope. Uh, Shep appears to be unfazed by it, but not particularly interested in it. Um, perhaps it's better for this to stay a secret of the of the tower for now. Yeah, I don't want anything necessarily dangerous. What about something Dangerous more... seems to find us. Ah. What about something more frivolous and fun? <gasps> I like frivolous and fun. Ah, come here. And then he takes you to a, a different space and um, you are... He, he holds up nothing to you. Here, I don't try it on. He seems to be going through Asher to you and to Shep. It looks like he is going through the motions of dressing her in a cloak. <laughs> but as that goes around her and he pulls up an imaginary hood, she disappears. I think your friends could tell you what it is now. You're invisible. What it? Ooh, you know I have a spell that does this, but it it, it is it's limiting because it only lasts for some time. I could, well, we could wear this forever. Uh, it only really lasts for two hours, and it recharges about twelve hours for each hour. So. It'll gain an hour as long as you're not using it for 12. You could still wear it. You just can't pull up the hood. Ah. So you turn invisible when you pull the hood up. That's the trigger? Yeah. Okay. How much is this? This would be 40,000 gold. 
That's too steep. Well, it just seems a bit high for a spell I can do. Maybe. Can, can you come down from 40,000 at all? To 30? I did help you figure out what that thing was. Yeah. Granted, really I was getting thing. myself out of trouble, but... I was curious if you'd be willing to do another experiment uh -oh. on our behalf. If I do it, do I get this for free? What? To get this for free would be a very specific experiment. Okay, what about half off? Hmm. One of our more general needs could be resolved with your participation. Well, Asher, I could have a bit of fun while you figure out your uh, spelly circle thing. Okay. Be careful. Don't die. Don't get... I shall do it! Don't get stuck in another plane and don't... Um, yeah. Just be careful. So... They, ah, never. Shep hands you the necklace and the... Um, so, just so you know, Tanzanite, I'm going to add these to your inventory. Okay. <laughs> um, so, just, just a, a, a re cap of what you've added Tanzanite you took the um, the necklace and the what was the other thing that you took the um, gloves okay let me see if that's give me a second do-do-do-do-do-do-do. So sorry that it's going to take me a few seconds to do this. So what I what I need from you um, what I need from you Tanzanite is that when you do decide to don either of these, you just need to let me know. Okay. Okay. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um. Uh. That's that's reassuring for all of us. <laughs> um, Please tell the DM the moment you put this thing on. The third thing I won't give you until you finish your task for them. Yeah. Uh, Asher, what are you hunting for, if anything? Armor and guns. Uh. Again, you're kind of escorted around. Um, the like out of character. I have right now. I have a uh, hang on. Uh, inventory. I have a plus two armor. I think. Okay. No. Yeah. No, I have a plus one armor. So I would like like a. We're in the the legendary room, right? So if there's like a plus 
like it would be three. This is blue and it's one. So yeah, so there's like a plus three leather armor. That'd be cool. Um, you are escorted around. Um, there is a, uh, what type of armor can you wear? Light, medium, heavy? Um, just light. Light. Um, okay. So just light. So you eventually you are kind of dra- dra- dragged around past a lot of plate armor. Um, he pauses for a moment at a set of studded armor, um, that he he kind of looks at it for a little bit, looks at you, looks back at the armor. I sense a bit of you in this, but perhaps not fully. Hmm. It's polished and detailed leather armor, um, a little heavier than what you would normally wear. Perhaps not. And he continues walking down, um, but he does look back at it every once in a while. Um, and then he shows you a set of cloth armor. Um, this would be a plus three armor. Legendary. Legendary. Um, sure, tell me about this one. Um, I will let you tell me what you think it looks like. Because uh, this is the visuals are all what you would hope to see. Um, I've not thought about this, especially cloth armor. I, don't, I haven't thought about it at all. What's like what, what is cloth armor? What does that mean? Like padded or like? Um, there's, I mean, there's various. Everything you wear is a little bit of a. a a protection it the cloth armor is usually a little bit thicker a little bit um heavier like the cheapest stuff is just you know cotton or wool that has been hardened with some chemical processes and things like that uh this is high high end stuff uh there's a little lot of a little bit to a lot of magic that's been infused in it uh there's probably some sort of um sparkle to it for lack of a better word. Um, and the higher end it is, the more it flows and feels like regular armor or regular clothes. So okay. I think it's, it's gotta be some kind of suit. Like Azure loves his traveling suits. So, okay. um, yeah. And also if he's going to give up like the armor that he's wearing, that he can make look like whatever he wants. And it's going to have to be like something that he wants to wear all the time. So I think like a suit would be like, a yeah. Yeah, that's that's perfect. So so, so um, based on Asher's other other gear, um, it's well tailored. It's also just it looks to be like looking at it closely at the stitching. You can see that there's some sort of rare metal that was used in the actual stitchery. Um, that that some sort of magical process has changed it into. Looking more like one of Asher's typical, I don't know. I, I almost jokingly think it's like a tweed, um, but but it's fancy. Um, and yeah, you can see that there's a whole bunch of different uh, components to it. And it is 
extremely gorgeous for a traveling suit. Um, would you like us? One? Would you like us to infuse it with anything, or is it solid as is? Um, what are the infusion options? Well, we could infuse it to repair itself. Or that's the low end. Uh, we could imbue it with language comprehension, so that you just know all the languages. The sky's the limit. Hmm. Hmm. I do like the the language comprehension idea. I have a spell for that. That but one's really cool. Yeah, if uh, I could just have that for wearing clothes, that would be all right. What uh? What is the cost of this with language comprehension? Language comprehension is a medium level spell, so I think that that would be 5,000 to the 10. So that 15,000 gold would cover this suit. I see, I see, I see. Um, now, if you wanted something like oh, flight, that would probably land you at 20,000. Wait a minute. Flying's an I'm option? Sure you could fly. Um, yeah, let, yeah, let's do flying armor. Let's do that. That sounds fun. Yes, uh, of, of course. Someday when Tanzanite gets mad and pushes me off the airship, then I won't die. Yes. I would uh, never. Definitely. Now you will take me an hour now. to get that infusion through our enchanters, uh, but we can take this and send it to the enchanters. Is there any other alterations you would like to make to it? Um, no, just well, as long as... Can you put his initials in it? Abs- you're not there. No, oh, yeah, you are. Absolutely. I didn't say anything. I got confused. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, like you know, on the inside near the button, or maybe like on his like sleeve on the, on or something. Yeah. Absolutely. Can you add like as many pockets as possible? I like pockets a lot. Incredible numbers of pockets. Asher, could I just have you roll a perception check? Thirty. Jesus. Okay, you you definitely catch him this time. His first time, you did not catch him. He carefully plucks a small little creature off of your sleeve. So your measurements are taken, so we can definitely handle oh. this. Okay. Pockets. This little looks like a little inchworm. And uh, <laughs> it, it, your passive perception wasn't <laughs> high enough to beat his first uh, sleight of hand. But you're definitely the, the other one was like, mm, this is borderline. I don't know. I feel like Asher might notice it this time because he rolled really low. Um, so, yeah, you you uh, he, he takes the suit and kind of pops it into a slot and the enchanters should have that in a few hours. Uh, and he, you said uh, a suit and, and you are interested in riflery. Um, yeah, they had a rifle downstairs, but I was wondering if you had like what you had up here for rifles. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I'm certain we have something that would be of interest to you. Uh, let me do a little bit of searching. Searching through my lists. Definitely not looking in a spreadsheet. Definitely not. Not at all. Um, let me, let me uh, ask my assistant, Excel, to see what we have. <laughs> just pulling up the whole thing that I put together for this whole ridiculous thing and 
not say what I'm looking for, but I'm looking for it. Oh, jeez. There's so many things in here. Have you met our tailor? Google Asiats. Uh, no, that's not the one I was looking for. Let's go. Sorry, this might take me a couple seconds. Do you have anything else you're looking at? I don't think so. Um, I don't think so. Okay, I, have, I am. Do I have to attune that armor? Uh, you probably will. Yes, you will have to because the flight spell is a higher level one. Yeah. Okay. Then I would also like to look for a cloak that does not require attunement. If that okay. makes sense, because I've running out, I have no attunement spaces. I have to totally get that. Um, let me. No more displacement. No more disadvantage when you try to kill me, Rick. So sad. <laughs> they sound heartbroken. <laughs> Uh, okay, I think. It's a very, like, Christmassy sweater, Jess. It is. It's from my Christmas contract. <laughs> oh, it's, like, full on. Okay. Yeah. That's so cute. Just says my name. <laughs> you kind of look like you could be a Pikmin. Yee! <laughs> Uh, okay, so you are offered. Good grief, there's so many things in here. Whose fault is that, Rick? God. <laughs> mine. It's all mine. It's all my fault. Um, so Rick busts out the laser rifle. Pretty sure that's a thing somewhere in deep in D&D. The antimatter rifle that I just dismissed as being too weak. <laughs> hey, it's in here. Got it all. Um, My goodness. Let me see. Is this all in here? Nope. Those are just like not rifles at this level. Is that the issue? There really aren't very many, but the ones that I have are just like there's some that I I didn't really think through the um, high level ones. Um, think. So sorry. There's just too many things here. Um, 
In my head, like the the uh, but Dennis is just standing there, like twitching, like. Yeah, it's not compute inventory will not load. Or it's just like uh, Iron Man, where he's like, no, 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 no. That's actually kind of how it feels right now. Um, like I'm, I'm sitting here looking at all this stuff, and it's like so much stuff, but I did not organize it properly for certain searches. Um, okay. Okay. You f- finally, after hunting for hours and hours and hours, I'm sure. Um, Ten years later. Uh, you are offered a. Oh, sorry, I'm waiting for it to load. You are offered a rifle. Um, you can see that it's it's uh, kind of got a lot of extra things attached to it. Um, it's. Let me see if I can read all the parts. Uh, it looks like it may have been made in the smithy of your friend or the, of, of Trixie's friend, really. Um, back in, back in Mary Del, Del's, Mary, the beer Del's. Bunch. The Delve. The Delve. And, and it's going to just be the Delve in our next campaign. We'll just call it the Delve. Uh, it looks like it was designed um, differently than the last one you got made there. You could um, call it Delfton. 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 It's going to get destroyed by a dragon is what's going to happen because I just can't say the name. <laughs> um, you can see that there's... Campaign, it's just Big Fiery Hole. That's the name of it. <laughs> you New can see that this one's designed around um, firing multiple shots at a time. Uh, it, it looks like it has the capacity to fire three shots, um, and overall, when I like talk about this, like just holding it in your arms, you can feel like this has a much higher chance to to hit and do something. Um, it, so it gives you a plus five bonus to attack and damage rolls, both. And it increases your dexterity score by two. Okay. Does it require attunement? That's it awesome. Probably does. It does require attunement. Um, how much is this? Uh, I believe this is a 50,000 gold piece item. We have it. I whisper to Asher and don't say too loudly. If you'd like something a little different, I do have... It was intended for farming and hunting, but there's a different beast. Uh, It's a hunting rifle. Um, It has been used by the militaries of other worlds. It's been modified with enchantments and gadgets You'll have to kind of explore and figure things out with it, though. It's not quite stable. Uh, It gives you 
just a little bit of support in your attack and damage, but it does have a magical repeating shot infusion that we were able to determine. And you can load the vial with various elemental components. Would you like to see that? Sure. Uh, yeah, you you were brought over, and it's it looks like a ridiculous contraption with like a ton of different pieces, and they point out like two components: the, the loading mechanism and the firing mechanism, and a second trigger. This is what we've understood so far. The um, firing, of course, you can load it with these vials of alchemical compounds, and you see like a whole list of, or not list, a, a selection of of liquids in, in vials that look like they fit within and can be loaded into that space. Um, and you also see a um, the, the, the secondary trigger, which just has a little circle with an arrow on it pointing at its own tail. There's several other components that we haven't fully understood and they point out a whole bunch of different components that have not been discovered as yet. We're certain that they have additional meanings. Okay. Uh, how much is this one? Uh, since we haven't fully investigated it, we're pricing it at 10000 Oh. I'm going to look at 10s and I'll be like, maybe that one. Uh, 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 uh. Mm-hmm. 50000 Unless you don't have, you know, unless you don't want to give something up for attunement, then I understand. Does this rifle require attunement? Uh, this one does. Um, it requires attunement. Okay. I think it, I'm just going to have to untune my dancing rapier. I think that's, I don't use my sword that often, so it's going to be sadly. Um, Although maybe I can untune the tattoo as well if I... If the as you're goes. thinking about um, the... Uh, the um the uh the rapier can you just go ahead and roll investigation check <laughs> not very good 14 um looking at all the components and oddities strapped to this weapon you think that there might be a way to attach your rapier to this. You're not sure what that would do. After all, your dancing rapier can hover on its own and do its own thing. But <laughs> you do see a slot uh, my, my that has potential. That stabs and shoots people. Um, all right, I'm going to take that one with the And then I would also like a Are very you sturdy. The 50, one? Uh, that's the hunting one has the sword attachment, right? Yeah. yeah. I'm going to get the 10,000 one. 10,000. 10, but that means I have money to buy more stuff. I lean into okay. him and I go, We have plenty of money. I know. But I don't want to spend Trixie's or Shep's money. <laughs> we had plenty of money before that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would like. A cloak 
That does not require me to spend a lot of time with it to be effective. Uh, yeah, so they they go <clears throat> they go looking around for different things, uh, poking around in different spots, and you're just looking for any old cloak or just something. Is there an ability that you're looking for it to have, or uh, just a cloak to replace my other cloak, like a, something with maybe like a plus bonus or something? Okay. Um, they they they, they look around for a, a while, and like, on the lower floors, you may find something more to your liking. Uh, the only thing that we really have here, uh, he's kind of like, he's like doing the, you can see the Rolodex in his brain going. I don't know that we have anything that would truly suit you, uh, except for there is a small collection. And he kind of walks over and you see kind of a setup of cloaks. They're all very pretty in various ways. Um, so there's these cloaks for sneaking around. Uh, there's cloaks for... Uh, just There's not really much that's high-end up here around the cloak area. Uh, and I'm going to just click another button because there's too much here. Um, we do have another cloak of invisibility. That is a primary seller, but again, quite expensive. Hey, Tanzo, you want to be invisible together all the time? Well, I mean, for an hour here and there. I was actually going to give mine to Trixie. I thought she could put it on and like run up to people and punch them and you know be standing right in front of them and not even know. I like it. Hmm. For those listening on the podcast, Trixie gave heart fingers. I would like to also buy a cloak of invisibility. Let's do it. That'll be 50,000 gold. Okay, I will do that. 10,000 gold rifle and the 20,000 gold armor. Yeah, okay, cool. Awesome, that's your 80,000. Uh, great. What I spent. So let me... I bought a castle, but instead I bought stuff. I mean, you got stuff, you got stuff. I actually knew what it was like to be Jeff Bezos for a moment. Just for <laughs> buying things he doesn't need. Um, also, one more question. Do you have a teleportation circle in this building? We're yeah. seeking to establish one. The enchanters have been working on that. Uh, it's not, we've not been here long enough to fully imbue okay, it, but, but I do believe they're through the day's preparations. Okay, so if I wanted to go to Overton and come back, I could use it? It should be functional for the day as long as we don't lose track and become interrupted in the work, yes. Okay. Um, okay, so... You got the cloak of invisibility. Sorry, I forgot already. The what else hunting was it? Hunting rifle. The hunting rifle. Um, With all the attachments. And, and the armor. Ah, the suit. Jess, can you subtract eighty thousand from our money? <laughs> I already did. All right. Okay. Let me see. 
So I'll have to finish the armor a little bit later, um, just because it's it's expensive and it takes me a while to write all the things up. But I'll get to that and then the rifle. Okay, cool. So many clicks. So many clicks. <laughs> All right. Tans and I. So many clicks. Well, you go try to explode yourself. I'm going to go um, deliver I'm that sorry. item to your father. I thought it wasn't ready until the end of the day. What? The circle. Um, I think I can use it pretty much any time, right? As long as it's. Yeah. Um, from what Asher actually. Like you, I can, you, you I, establishing I these. Like I would draw the Overton one in our room probably, and then use that to go. And then I would use. I'd have to go up and get the symbols off the other one to be able to come back. Yeah, I got it. I got what, it. <clears throat> Asher previously had established these in other locations. It just took a year to establish each, and so you had to keep redrawing the circle again and again and again. Um, so that's kind of where that all comes from. Um, I need to add this to. Huh. I'm really going to split the party and then. Well, we'll see what I was sort of hoping to see my dad. Okay. Uh, I could just buy the robe. I'll tell you what. Do you want me to do the experiment? And then you can go. Oh, wait. No, I have, to, I have to do the teleport. Never mind. That doesn't work either. Well, I could I just buy the robe. I was just trying to be a little, you know, thrifty. Um, but hey, uh, uh, mm -hmm. Dennis. Yeah, we're a little crushed for time, crunch. I'm gonna just give you the time. fifty thousand, and I'll I'll come I'll come and do another one another day. Excellent. Okay. Um, let me get you. Excellent. <laughs> this is what happens when you leave me alone too long. The puns All start right. coming. <laughs> we we now know how to prompt it in the future. Um, <laughs> All right, so you you both do that. Uh, you see that Shep has had a little quiet conference as you were negotiating out your, your plan for what you wanted to do and has come back with a bag in his hand. I'm ready. Okay. How much of yours did you use? Um, if it's too much, I can put it back. No, no, no. 20,000 gold. I don't know. Has this little it. tiny bag, like smaller than a coin purse in his hand. Now Shep is taken over by a sentient evil blob in a bag. All right. Um, are the so the two of you are, are flying out to, to to the teleportation. I'm going to refocus on Trixie, who's been snuggling uh, an egg. I was gonna. Not? Well, we have to go get the egg. So I was going to go to Trixie. Okay. Get the egg. So, and I was going to do one little thing. Okay. So before you do that, let me find out what's happened with Trixie during this time. Trixie, you've mm, been alone mm -hmm. with an egg, getting warmed up. Uh, every once in a while, you hear little noises from within the egg. What kind of noises? They sound like... 
Is it like when you see Trixie's been in trees her whole life growing up as a little kid? You've probably like seen like, I don't know, a bluebird style nest and Mm -hmm. heard the little like in shell twitterings of the creatures within. You've probably also seen little snake eggs and seen them wiggle a little bit as tree snakes uh, in this world, at least nest up there. Uh, So like you've seen various eggs and just the normal behavior of small creatures within eggshells. I'm going to use a visual reference here. You know, when my neighbor Totoro, when um, the younger sister falls asleep on the big one and she's like his nose and like make some seasons stuff like that, that like anytime Trixie hears it move, she's going to like lightly scratch on the shell just as like a, like, cause she's like in and out of consciousness. She's like, so she's not even necessarily realizing she's doing it. It's just like a, like a comfort thing, if that makes okay. sense. Can you roll? I don't know if this. I feel like this is an intelligence-based thing, and I'm trying to decide if it's a nature check, or I feel like it's a. It's either a nature check or an investigation check. You decide. But I would like you to roll that. Oh, they have the same. Um, I don't think she's actively ins- inspecting it. So then I would I would lean towards or like nature. a nature check. So that would relate better to your experiences with creatures in the trees and stuff like that. Seventeen. Uh, oh, this. Th- thank you, Andy. The forty thousand, not fifty thousand, for the invisibility cloak. For both of you. Sorry. 17. Yeah. I had written, I had all these numbers written down and I didn't oh. want to pull them back up on the list. So I was going too fast with us. Actually, 17 is not bad. Um, you've considering I only have a plus one. I know <laughs> the just, Oh, that's even, yeah. The gestation <laughs> of small creatures and eggs is something you're somewhat familiar with because of seeing, and for birds, it's quick. A month or two, and then there's baby chicks. But you've like listened into the different sounds, and you've kind of these sounds as you kind of like poke back, and it's response is not being quite in time. You get to the opinion that this egg is still early in its gestation. And the more you're sitting there, just based on the fact that it was underground for who knows how long before that probably takes a long time for such a large creature to hatch. So you just kind of have this feeling that it's probably not going to come out anytime soon. You've got time, like maybe a lot of time. Okay. Anything else you do while sitting there or just kind of nap and relax? Yeah. I'm just like snuggling this egg. Cause it's like, it's warm. Um, I'm still kind of like sore and like groggy from the night before. Still not sure exactly what kind of happened. Um, and yeah, just, she's just kind of like tired emotionally and mentally with like the fact that they've just been, you know, constantly 
trying to do what's right and then now they're being harassed and harangued by the people that they've been trying to protect and and yeah you know oh yeah so it's it's very much that like a yeah mental exhaustion turned physical yeah her body is like or emotional exhaustion even though she doesn't yeah. she doesn't like age she still like experiences stuff like that i think that's what the isn't that what the trait is hang on let me see i mean did i get there or maybe i didn't get it because i oh no yeah uh, no longer need food or water. Can't be aged magically or suffer effects of old age, though you can still die of it. Yeah. So, like, because, even sense. though her body doesn't age, like the mental and emotional toll of everything that they've been doing, kind of like still trans, uh, transforms into at least needing sleep and rest. Awesome. Uh, cool. So, uh, Asher and Jess, Jess, you said you had Tanzania. I mean, you said you had something you wanted to do before heading down to meet Trixie, but I'll let you do this so Asher can react to what you may be doing if he's, since Asher's walking with you. Um, What does it take, first off, to unattune to something? Uh, Just the same time that it takes to attune to something. So it's an hour to attune to something. So you just need some time with the object. Um, So in that case, uh, I'm going to do something later. So I'm just going (laughs) to go get the egg. And once I get to Trixie, then I'll do the second thing I wanted to do. Okay. So, yeah, you both arrive down there. Uh, Asher, Tanzanite, you see Trixie curled around the egg. Uh, the Her little dragonette curled around her, uh, like, curled around in a circle on her side, sitting there also cozying up to the, to the egg. Um, kind of a little puppy pile of squirrel. <laughs> Dragon and egg. Trixie, Trixie, wake up! What? What? Whoa! Oh, cool. Tanzan, I bought your present. Yeah, I got you something. What? Yeah, I want to yeah. give her the box of the the rope. There's you a didn't... box that you're handed. Mm, you don't have to do that. I know, but it's really cool, and I think it would help you. Not help you, but, you know, you could come up with some really cool, like, combos. Okay. In in Trixie's mind, the last time Tanzanite, like, gave her something, it was the outfit for the ball. So mm-hmm. she's thinking in her mind, it's like, oh, my God, it's like a, it's a and I'm gonna be like, tiara or something. I'm going like, to take mine out and be like, take my other cloak off and put it on and be like, plus we match. Check it out. You don't see anything. He's like playing around with fake imaginary stuff as far as you can tell. <laughs> Trixie looks over at Tanzanite and goes, did, did, did he leave something with No, no. Open the, the box. Open the box and just grab at it. Just take your hand. And... Okay. I open the box and I'm, I don't see anything. Is, and there's no, like, is there the tissue paper or whatever? There is tissue paper laying there. It's like a lavender color. You get the scent of uh, junipers. Yeah. So on top of the on top of the tissue paper, just grab. So, like, you know. Is it on grab. top of the tissue paper or under? So. I, think it's, I think it's. Oh, they may have, like, closed it. Just grab it. Just grab the whole I thing. grab it, the tissue paper, and I go. Thanks. 
And I just <laughs> kind of like you feel when, it like though. a streamer. When you when you pulled the tissue paper out, you did feel like there was a weight to it that doesn't isn't there once you're holding it. Now there's just tissue paper, but there was something substantive. Okay, so I put my hand like in the box, just kind of like flat plush, plush, soft, the- silky. It's an invisible robe cloak thing. You can wear How? it. Okay, but and then you and then you take the hood. There's a hood. I grab and I and I like a, like a big handful because I don't trust to know. And I kind of like trying to start like feeling around and I'm like it's like trying to figure out a fitted sheet. Right. <laughs> so once we figure out once we figure out how to get it on and then pull the hood down and then is the cloak visible again? Yeah. When you when you the only way to turn it on is to put the hood up. When the hood is down, it's off, okay. but still invisible. But it's still invisible. Uh, and I like trying to feel around, and I and I feel like I've kind of got like the edges of like around the neck part. I'm like, how how do you know which is the front and the back? I guess you see. Which I mean, way we the, could the go goes. ask Dennis. Oh, there's a hood. There's oh, a hood. oh. Yeah, the, and like the, I feel around a little bit more. Up, <laughs> when you pull the hood up, it makes you invisible. And when you take the hood down, you're uninvisible. And you can be invisible for up to two hours. And you can recharge one hour of invisibility for every 12 hours. It's not in use. That's the instructions we got. That could be fun. Yeah, uh, that's you could like put the hood up and then go punch people. And Tanzanite has invisible spells. So now we can all like turn invisible and fuck <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, that certainly has potential. Um, okay, can I can I the give this to I'll... one of you to help me put on because I'm not I'm not a hundred percent I un- understand. But uh, since I just put mine on, I will take hers and like put it, figure it out, and put it around her. Yeah. Okay. Um, a politician bothers us, we're all just going invisible and walking away. <laughs> oh, that would be so nice. That would be ridiculously awesome. Uh, so just so you both know, you do have it on. It is an attunement slot. Mm. When you take the hood and put it up, you do turn invisible, but it does not recharge while unattuned. Okay. Okay. Cool. Um, beautiful. So two of you have that in your inventories now. You might have to refresh Trixie because I had to click buttons. Mm-hmm. You also don't have to attune to anything right now. You know, we could always just have. I was going to do it like when we're on the airship because we're leaving here in a minute. To like, it's not that I just my slots are full, so yeah. that's what I mean. Like maybe when the time comes and we come up with the plan, one thing can go. You know, you know, it's just it's there if we want it. Okay. It's fun. Okay. Fun toys. Okay. Can you attune to more than three items and then just swap them out? Is that, or can you only be attuned to three items at a time? You can it's only be attuned to three items at a time, so you have to unattune oh. and then reattune, but it's the same amount of time to unattune as reattune in my version of the rules. So, can you so, attune to something while you're unattuning to something else? That's what I do. Got that's it. That's the math. Because I, I think some, there's lots of interpretations, but in my world, if you're attuning to something, just let the thing that you're unattuning to be unattuned. It shouldn't be. Otherwise, it's just, it's an hour. Yeah. 
exactly. Uh, but you still own the item until you, whatever. Okay, cool. It's not like so, World of Warcraft where it's um, soul bound to you. No, not soul bound. <laughs> you could trade it with your friends. You could give it to your friends. Yeah, whatever. Uh, so, Tanzanite, you've gifted the invisibility cloak. Asher has helped describe it. Trixie, you are currently wearing it. I'm gonna uh, just kind of stretch, like stretch one more time, and then kind of sneakily walk over to Tanzanite as I'm walking, and then like wrap her in a hug. Aww. Sneak attack damage. <laughs> Roll for hug. You take you take two hundred and sixty points of hug damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the three of you gather there. Shep is playing with a little bag of sand. Uh, are, are you coming back here? You said you were going to teleport. So, oh yeah, we're yeah. going to we're going to teleport the egg to Tanzanite's dad and then come back. But I have to go get the symbols off the portal upstairs first. Are you okay to stay here? I'm going to try something. That might be helpful. Okay. You want to tell us about it? Well, I I have... And he holds up the little bag. Um, Sands of sleep. Ooh. What does that do? It seems to enhance my abilities. Nice. I was so successful with the red dragon. Maybe with this, I could infiltrate the dreams of a five-headed dragon. Oh, boy. I mean, that's great. It's not a a bad idea, but maybe we wait until we're ready to deal with that five-headed dragon. (sighs) Just so it doesn't show up. But maybe it's like a long, long-term thing. Go in like every other night. Do you, do you? Not right now. No, no, no. Later. Uh. Uh. One night uh, each head. Um. Uh. Let 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 us let us let you know when. Uh. We need to figure this this uh, egg situation out. First, so maybe we have to go harvest the dragon, and we have to go look for the lair to find the other eggs. Are we harvesting the dragon? I thought we just we have to bring Brand, Brand over there. No, we told oh. him where to go. Oh, did he go on his own? Yeah, maybe I'm remembering this wrong. Right? You I gave him directions to where it was located at. Yes, because oh, he wanted he to get out of there. He, he seemed he nervous right. about safe passage, but other than that, he seemed to know what you're doing. Oh, does that mean we have to remind Bonnie? Bonnie was supposed to meet us here. She was. You should send to her and see if she's okay. And tell her that Brand is... Well, you go get the things. I'll message Bonnie. The the, the things. I'm going to leave and go up to find the portal and write the symbols down and tell them to not erase it today. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you go up and and, and they're there, just to abbreviate that little piece, unless you wanted to dig deeper into it, they literally, they're like your own people. They're trying to establish a magic circle for teleportation. They look at you, it's like, we're not, we're just going to keep reaffirming the circle until we got it solid. Um, th- like, 
they, you actually might be even hear like some work talk as they're like water coolering it with you while you're sketching down your notes of the symbols about like how they only have a five year stint here before the translocation uh, erupts again and they'll be located to a different uh, plane. So it's like this whole little like you get a sense of like the workings of the tower. The tower doesn't stick around for very long. It, they came here for new magic, new ideas, and then they'll be on their way again. It's kind of like a it's a little. I, I, I want to say that it's probably like w- what it feels like to go into a big new corporation and you kind of understand some of the talk, but a lot of the talk is just like garbledy gook. It's so basically they're like capitalist brigadoon. Yeah. <laughs> Solidly. Oh my Solidly. God. Wow. Oh, what a reference. Right. It's perfect reference. Uh, so yeah, Tanzanite, you are sending a message to Bonnie. Yes. And I'm going to say, Bonnie, we arrived at the tower, but have not seen you. Did you make it here safely? We wanted to talk to you. Okay, bye. You get a bit quickly, um, like distracted. Oh, apologies. Wrong tower. Uh, Grand Oak Tree, urgent matters. Uh, Await your arrival. Trixie, I think she's at a different tower. There's a different tower. You get another message not too much longer, so that kind of interrupts as you're both like having this concerned chat. It's like, sorry, was busy. Uh, on my way, merged with a tree. No big deal. And you feel that cue that lets you reply if you would like to. We will be at the tower when you get here. I hope you're not a tree for long. Grand. Okay, bye. Grand. Trixie's like, reminder about Grand! Oh, too late. Uh, should... Should I? What? What about Grand? Oh, that he's going into her land. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'll send her another spell. <laughs> I'm gonna send another spell. Buffy. How to use up your spell slots? Send so messages. Then I'm gonna send. Also, Trixie reminded me to say, Grand and his men will be in your area to dismember. I think that's one word. The dragon, please allow them in your land. Beautiful. Um, so, however y'all are handling this, um, do you seem set? 
you, you don't hear a message in reply, but are you going to go teleportating? Teleport? Teleport? Whatever. Uh, I can't say words. Okay, so Bonnie's on her way. I feel like someone should be here when she gets here. <sighs> Sorry, I think Larissa's dealing with Buffy who's barking at Willow for something. Um. Yeah. Is, is, yeah, is this you, enough time for Asher to come back? Yeah. Oh, yeah. T- okay. Totally. So I'll come back in and be like, "Okay," and I'm gonna start drawing like the other thing on the floor here. Mm-hmm. I'm sure they love when I draw on their carpet. That's probably great for them. Do you think we should wait for Bonnie to get here and then go, or do you think we can go and make it back before Bonnie gets here? Um. How much time do you need with your dad? Not long. I was just going to kind of update him on everything, and then we could come back. Okay. Trixie, can you stay here in case Bonnie shows up, and we will bring the egg and come right back? Uh, uh Sure. Sure. Maybe, maybe Shep can stay here with you just in case anything goes wrong. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Do you need anything? Shep and Trixie left alone in the dark. <laughs> no. No, not that. Tricky's making <laughs> making little nightmare babies or something. I don't know. I got nothing. She does pray to the goddess of death. So. That's true. <laughs> I have okay. no words. I ha- I have no words. Uh, yeah, but sure. I can stay here. going to have shadow babies. No, I think that face you're making was more because you put your headphones on and had no idea what was happening. No. It's oh. because I had an idea. Oh, well, what's <laughs> what your idea? It? You don't get to know. You're leaving. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> you go ahead. Trixie's going to get drunk again. <laughs> you two, teleportation circle ready, available. Okay. Um... I'm going to... Um... So this is okay. Uh, right before we leave, I'm gonna make the egg invisible. Okay. Disappears from vision. Picking it up. It. Yeah. You see her awkwardly doing the the waddle of heavy object that she did before with an invisible egg. Uh, <laughs> it looks like she's pretending to carry something. And then um, you, yeah, I will say old tavern basement, a good place for visiting with a dragon egg. And then I activate the portal and like put my arm around her and the egg and like go through together. And they're gone. Shep looks at you, Trixie. Didn't they just invite me and then uninvite me? I guess they uninvited you too. They kind of, you, you kind of got to speak now or forever hold your peace with them. So you can't, you can't think too long. They're very, um, no, we kind of all are pretty impulsive. So, you know, it's, it's, it's not a sit back and talk about things group. Did we invite Shep? Uh, no, we said Shep and Trixie would stay. And we uh, I 
smell pancakes. You also smell bacon? Bacon, bacon, pancakes, bacon, bacon. No, but something similar. All right. Let's go. <laughs> you scuttle down to the tavern. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's bounce back over. Asher, Tanzanite, you are in the bottom of the tavern. Um, things have changed a little bit. There are, uh, it looks like, members of the Red Guard within the space. Uh, it's not Trixie's father's team, but it is, they're, they're all associated. They all seem to have taken on new duties with the changes of, of everything going on. The, the yellow um, guard, I can't remember their full name right now, uh, having taken on more of the diplomatic duties, the reds taking on um, in, internal security and such. Uh, and it's not a second after your arrival and them kind of bowing deferentially a little bit, like little head nods of a salute before uh, Asher, you hear in your head, Ah, you're back! That, uh, knee? Yes, it is obviously knee. And I have the, I can respond? Yeah. Like, hey, we have a dragon egg for Tanzanite's father that we're delivering. Oh, great, great. I just learned something brilliant new. That's how I knew you were here. You can cool. back. Um, what? <laughs> how many times can you do this? What did you learn? I should find you. You don't hear anything in reply. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, knee apparently learned how to tell if we're here or not. I guess. Just well, that's awesome. Um, spelled me. Um, anyway. I'm not sure where my dad is, so I was going to send him a message, ask him where he is, and we can meet okay. him. Should I ask him to come here, or should we go to him? Um, we could I look a little him. silly waddling, so... And, uh, but he's old and can't move very fast. True, I'm probably not fair to make your dad, like, carry this around. Let me think. Uh, I will say... This egg is heavy. Let's make it float with us now and find your poor dad. Okay. <laughs> and I animate the egg and float it. Awesome. But uh, I keep a hand on it so I know where it is. <laughs> 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 so you just change the awkward image even more to now it's like you know, somebody. Just... <laughs> awesome, 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 awesome. So yeah, uh, you you message your father, or are you yeah, just I'm gonna, gonna go message find... him now? So one more sending spell. <laughs> Is that what our airship looks like? Yeah, I wanted to figure out what an enclosed airship would look like, so that's kind of an idea. Maybe not a brilliant idea of it. Oh but God, we totally forgot to buy machine guns for the airship. We were going to do that. We can still do it. Do okay. Go. Next time. Hello, Father. We are back, and I need to give you something. Where can I come and find you? There's Since a little bit of... Oh, 10 more ahead. words! 
Go, go. Sorry, I messed up. You go, you go. a bit important. Okay, bye. I'm nervous. Uh, <laughs> there, there's a few moments, and uh, you hear. Eventually, uh, I'm, I'm in Underton. Uh, did you come by boat or airship or where should I meet you? Wait, you're coming to me? And then he just trails off Nobody at the house. <laughs> well, Asher, I'm out of spells, so uh, okay. he's an under tent, so we should just go, go to your house, at my house yeah. and we'll go okay. from there. Come along, Egg. And let's... <laughs> I love, come along, Egg, and <laughs> dragging this poor Egg around. Uh, yeah, you head over, and Overton has changed. The fire uh, seemed to produce another uh, bound of renovations and changes. The, the city is very much a different place right now. Um, you can see, just like coming out of the inn, the inn still stands. You can even see uh, taters, the original taters, just down the alleyway. Um, the the square that was in front of the inn is still there, but the inn has expanded. It's You've taken over the next door inns, it looks like. Um, so there's also a new building right in front of kind of blocking off part of the, the space. Um, and as you kind of are glancing around and seeing the courtyard, what really stands out to you is that Nee's tower is no longer on the ground. You see it floating. Oh. Um, and it is floating almost directly above the old mage academy that it was right next to. Uh, you might even think to yourself, well, he really didn't like them very much, so getting uh, away from them seems within Nee's thinking plans and abilities. Uh, but it, as you turn the other direction and you look towards the entrance for Underton, you see that above it, development has happened, and there seems to have been a little bit of a collapse of the Underton uh, cavern system. Uh, the the spaces have changed, and you can hear a ton of industry off to uh, the, the the lake side, um, and the smell has also changed to town. It's it's a little bit danker, sharper. There's a little bit of salt in the air, um, and just kind of a overall vibe change. The bright market is still there, and as you walk towards Underton, you can make out the bright market, uh, just all the little stalls and everything. But the shadow market isn't there anymore. It's gone. It's missing entirely. Um, and then going through the entrance to Underton, you can see where there was a collapse. A collapse over the temples. Oh, no. All that remains is a small pool of the fountain. But you can see your home and several of the other homes. Can you clarify um, which, which fire you're talking about? The pumpkin house fire or something The else? pumpkin house fire. Okay. That was the last time you all were here to see it. Um, and... A lot of things are under construction or new construction. Um, 
it looks like there's been a couple of uh, additional fires as well as you've kind of made this quick jaunt. You can see that probably that red dragon had come down here a couple of times and scorched a few neighborhoods. Uh, but yeah, making your way underground, uh, seeing the old, <laughs> seeing the old <laughs> underground spaces and uh, all the different things, uh, you kind of just get a new sense for the city and and where things are located. At Do we refer to walking to Underton as going downtown? <laughs> yes, going to Underton is going downtown. So you you downtown. head downtown, downtown. and. The way downtown, you can hear the cartbolts now. Where before the the main underten space was quiet and kind of off from that, you can hear the cartbolts racing around in different directions. Uh, the underground transit system having been enlivened and expanded. Um, but yeah, you you arrive and there's your ancestral home, Tanzanite, still standing out but closer to the collapse of the cave where the temples used to be. Uh, I'm going to go up to the door and go in for my dad. And you let yourself in. The There's there's a moment where you feel something click as some magic recognizes, and you feel a prick on your finger. And you look at it, and you oh, no, the words have changed. But the door opens for you and allows you in. Um, does, it, does it allow me in and the egg? Uh, you, you're well, with, I opened the door. Yeah. You're, you're with Tanzanite, and it seems like nothing stops you. Uh, you do see that Tanzanite has been pricked a little bit by the door. Something poked her. You enter into the space. The entryway is as grand and extravagant as it always was. There's a parlor... There's a seating area. There's a study. And you hear a voice over here. Uh, should, should we maybe possibly find you a new home? One that may not collapse in on itself. Ah, it wasn't a problem. Just brought new life to the underground. Um, the kids did that. He kind of tilts his head in the direction of the cave-in. little rabble-rousing. I see. So you're safe down here? Uh, safer. Uh, demons can't get through, which is nice. Ah. Um. Didn't know that oh. was a problem? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we deal with the small stuff. You deal with the big picture. Well, speaking of that, and then I'm going to basically undo my concentration so that the egg is visible. Yeah. Releasing concentration is almost a relief. Like, you know, when you're really focusing on something and your your mind is just constantly you're, like you're, you're working through a math problem. You're trying to keep it all straight in your head. This is the opposite of that. This is you've, you've ah, who cares? And suddenly you're released and the egg is visible. Uh, we found this after defeating the red dragon and we believe that the red dragon was collecting these so there might be more and we can try to go find them if you think we should but 
we weren't sure what to do with this one. Well, um, I'm supposing, as I just said, and I will hold myself accountable for what I say, I suppose. Uh, the small things are in my purview. Big things are in yours, and finding more seems a bigger thing than dealing with one. He just stares at the egg. Consternation on his face. I don't think it's going to hatch right now, but I don't really know. It's been, like, scratching at the inside. Oh, yeah, well, um... Me and his friend might be useful. Is, he, uh, is that Emerald friend still living at the tower? He looks at you. There's a deep sigh. Next door. Like next door to here? He just breathes out. He just growls a little bit. Apparently she, she, she likes to be underground. See. So knees in his tower, she lives next door. Yeah. And she's always asking for things. I'm guessing she asks for ideas a lot. It's exhausting. But the mushroom hedge is looking beautiful. Yeah, so... uh I'll, I'll call her over. Why don't you two, you've had a journey. Settle down. And he kind of walks a large circle around the egg. I recommend recipe books, do-it-yourself books, anything to give her like an idea a day that will last you some time. You see him nod and then uh, just roll a perception check, either one of you, Tanzanite or Asher. You said a perception? 31. Yeah. Oh, that one. Tansa, you don't even notice, but Asher, you see an empty section of bookshelf. Oh, I see you've done that already. Trying, trying, and truly trying. He, he walks out of the space. You can hear him hit the, the entryway and um, open a door. We give heard that egg is she gonna make another really question like idea hungry needy dragon maybe we should hide the egg if she's coming over I mean, she's a a dragon she should know what to do with it yeah i hope the only other dragon we have is missing so okay as you confer and have this discussion after a while you hear like a long suffering sigh and two additional voices well and then we could do this oh and maybe if we do just all this like it's a, a, a tunnel vision of noise and annoyance and you hear I should really let his mother know and <laughs> Income trooping, shedding mud off of his boots, his knee, all over the fancy floors. 
more sedately <laughs> more sedately walking in is your friend uh, or your 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 acquaintance really the person you introduced me to is the green dragon or the person claiming to be a green dragon and then behind them a smile playing at the corner of his, of his mouth comes uh, your father again and everything seems to be okay until the green dragon spots the egg and her face goes pale her jaw goes slack and she starts shaking her head it's probably the first time she stopped talking since your father went over to pick her up and ran into knee Nee, knowing what was in here, just comes out, ah, and this is such a wonderful experience of the egg. You can see Tanzanite, your father, holding back, just standing back and just watching, waiting. It is clear he gets some sort of just joy out of these moments. This is where he's currently devolved to, is that watching the foibles of others in his old age and knees already touching and sniffing and licking and poking the egg, whereas the green dragon is just not even going inside the room. Well, and so I wanted to tell you, uh, Asher, my lad, uh, uh, your mother should be on her way here soon. I've kind of, oh, she has to get down. Uh, we'll, we'll figure that out. I'll call, um, do something. Anyways, uh, so I figured out there's these connecting points and you and your friends seem to be attached to some of them and some other individuals seem to be attached to them as well. And they keep following you around and it's really interesting. But when you switch to new places, they kind of snap to you from all the different places and it's just absolutely brilliant. Uh, it, I know I, I, I was, I was, you might've been surprised that I knew you were here, but they snapped away from me to you when you arrived, which is, you know, a bit of a sign. And he's just blathering on about something. Who knows what? Meanwhile, the green dragon is just stepping another step further away. Me? What are you talking about? Uh, These interconnecting points of magical uh, essence and and how they attach to different people. Like, so we share apparently the same uh, connection points. Uh, But when you arrived, all the ones that were to me, stepped over to you, uh, which is pretty exciting. Uh, they seem to be settling down and localizing, but uh, when new individuals come into certain areas, they might reconnect to different people. So it's just, it's been a brilliant study. Uh, we think it's actually related to the magic laying down and consolidating and becoming something more. I have no idea what any of that means, but cool. Well, the ones connecting to this place previously snapped over to your friend there, and he gestures at Tanzanite. When she arrived, uh, sometimes when one of the other godlets comes through, they, it snaps to them as well, but it's a very impressive feat. Also, you, I'm going to point at the Emerald Dragon, seem very afraid right now of that. Uh, roll an insight check. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um, she she's easy to read for you. It's not 
mortal fear, but the, it's a different type of fear. And as she she looks at you and sees that you know what, or at least she assumes you know what is causing her concern, uh, she looks directly at the egg and goes, I am not interested in learning about being a mother. Like if you come too close to it, does that make it yours? No, just I don't want to foster your dragonlings. Please. Uh, okay. I don't think anybody's going to make you. Why else would you bring me over here? It's here. It's going to be near me. I it's mean, going to be... Forcing someone to become a parent when they're not ready or don't want to, you know, there's... We would never do such a thing because that would be wrong. Can we move it? Can we go to another room? Um, sure. I'm going to, like, float the egg into the nearest closet and close the door. <laughs> As you float it, like, she just steps back a couple more steps just out of pure instinct. Oh, that feels slightly better. Uh, she sniffs a little bit. Oh, well, you've got a bit of time before you have to worry about that one hatching. You can tell? Do you know, like, how long? Uh, not without a closer examination, but in general... The, I mean, would you be willing to examine it if we promise you don't have to care for it? I don't or want it to general. imprint on me. Oh, okay. It even might have imprinted general. on Tanzanite already. We're not sure. Well, uh, you said in general, uh, my goddess. Uh, so I think that that... Um, Four hundred to seven hundred days, depending on the species. Uh, given that you're not draconian, I assume this will be a bit more of a mystery. So, a year or two or three. Okay. Okay. Time to figure it out. Awesome. One okay. Less, one less immediate problem. We like that. Yes. Um, where, where where are you? Are you incubated? It is incubated. I could smell that. Uh, where were you? The, the red dragon had it, and we killed the red dragon and took it. Well, the red dragon was trying to get it. Yeah, the red dragon had it like in the molten fire, and then we took it out of the fire and been uh, traveling around with us. Yeah, this these these are rare experiences. The, the imprinting of the stealing and imprinting of eggs. So I'm sure it was trying to remove its current imprint and place a new one on it, which if you truly are imprinted on it, my goddess, uh, just be aware. You you might... It's a lot to take care of a young dragon. It could also be imprinted on whatever it was imprinted on before the red dragon, or it could still be imprinted on the dead red dragon, or we don't really know how to tell. Seems like a job for a wizard to find out. That's well, I don't know for sure that I have the capacities for this, but I would be more than willing to try uh, as soon as you give me back my connections, because uh, you have but, them right are now. Are you saying that you can't do magic when I'm here? No, no, no. I can do magic. I just, I, I seem to have a greater facility for it when you're not hogging it. <laughs> okay. Um... 
Oh, we're leaving soon. Uh, we need to... Uh, do you need to check in at your temple, Tanzanite, or anything before we go back? Oh, that would be a good idea. I know you have a new one underneath the new pumpkin house, I think. I'd like to save it before we go. Okay. If we could run over hey, there. Hey, how did my how did my my speech go with the is Tanzanite more popular as a goddess now? Since the candy bill speech, I tried. Well, uh, you should see your temple. Cool. All right. Um, do you need but anything? Uh, um, is the dragon egg okay here? Or I mean, it's sitting in a closet for now. <laughs> I already. I'm just gonna leave it there. <laughs> uh, your father. Says, well, if you trust us to to deal with it, and it sounds like we have time. I'm gonna like open uh, the closet and like pull down some like coats and just like tuck it around the egg. <laughs> make a little in there, and then just close the door again. I'm sure it'll be fine. Wait, 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 wait. And I'm gonna go up to the egg and be like, just try not to hatch just yet. Just stay inside. We are your and friends. Remember that Trixie and Asher and Tanzanite are your friends. Do and that. then I'll let him shut the door. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Great. <laughs> uh, so you, uh, can I have, uh, i trying to see where are we at this. Yeah. Can you roll a D100, Tanzanite? Me? Oh, goodness. Yeah. Okay. I know where my D100 went. Uh, it's always so much fun. You have the fun one. I yeah, actually I was thinking about getting another D100 and getting like a big size one. Yeah, I need to get like a, a rubber or plastic one that doesn't break my floor when I roll it because yeah. that one's a little dangerous. He has a cannonball. It's not a, D, <laughs> it's not a D100. It's like a musket ball. Cannonball. Believe it or not, that would be a whole eight. Okay. Oh god, we're gonna fight this dragon in three years in the next campaign. No. Um, <laughs> just I was like, really? Out of a whole one hundred and eight? <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It definitely happens. Uh, so yeah, twenty one. You are all uh able to go wherever you want to. A knee is still like kind of following you along, Asher. The, the, okay. The green dragon woman has fled. I'll tell Tanzanite's dad that if my mom shows up, tell him tell him where we went, like to the temple. Um, or tell her where we went. I run and hug my dad and tell him I love him and to stay in touch. Yeah. Uh, um, always, always. Um, and he kind of pats your head. And I think roll an insight check. With advantage, this is your dad. Oh, good. Wow. Okay. Insight. Uh, where'd you go? Where? Oh, there it is. Okay. At least I have a plus 10. Um, with advantage, that's going to be a, uh, a math. 15. Okay. Um, yep, with advantage. You hugging him, you just feel a frailty 
to him that hadn't been present before. Um, you, you knew he was declining a bit, but there's a frailness there that you definitely didn't experience in the past. Um, and honestly, you haven't experienced it from any of your people because up until recently, your people didn't live as long as he is apparently living. And it's just kind of startling to realize that you have people in your life who can get old. But the three of you, you, uh, Tanzanite, Asher, and Ni walk out. Um, and almost upon walking out, you're greeted by a face that you can never forget, Asher. Her hair's well combed. Her clothing is higher end than it's been in the past growing up with her. Is it my mama? And she is staring daggers at me. Oopsies. Her gaze lifts from me to you and it melts into just warm maternal joy and smile. And I'm just going to like just push knee behind me like this. <laughs> you, you hear... I don't know, and, yeah, and then the lines are, and then he, you just he, he shuts up <laughs> as you like tuck him behind you hi mommy huge hug warm maternal ridiculousness uh, you feel her arms go around you and then you feel one of her arms lifts a little bit and you hear a ow Welcome back. She steps back and thanks. We can't stay very long. Um, we left uh, Trixie and uh, Shep at the tower. Yeah, we seem to have a uh, parents club for the three of you. Uh, it's been a lot of time talking to, and she bows to you a little bit, Tanzanite, your father, and good. Well, if we uh, can help him with, Trixie we just left here? him with a dragon egg. Um, no, she's not. She's, she didn't come. She's uh, waiting for Bonnie. Her mother's been asking after her. We'll, uh, well, we'll have her write a letter. check in as soon as she can. I am curious about dragon eggs. So since you're going to be heading out soon, I might as well just move on and not worry too much about my only child's life and fate and catching up and getting all the details. So I'm going to just... We killed a red dragon. It was really big. Oh, and... Did it offer you any life lessons? Um, Did you? That I can make myself immune to fire if I wish really hard. Is that a life lesson? Sounds like a story uh, that I I would like to hear at some point when you have some downtime. I mean, that was pretty much the story, but Oh, I'll have to tell Tanzanite's or uh, Trixie's mother. She would worry so if she didn't know of these things. Yeah. Um, also, I got this new gun. I hold up my rifle, and I, I have to spend some time with it because it's new. But um, and also this, and I pull my hood up. When you disappear. You expect her to be surprised. 
And maybe she is a little bit. You can roll an insight check to see if you catch any of her surprise. But she's also your mother. And she just says, oh, it's just like it has been for the last year or so. I take my hood down like that's hard. <laughs> Cut me real deep just now, Mom. Cut me real deep. Did you bleed? I bled a lot while I was out saving the world for the last year, but you know, whatever. That's cool. Yes, yes. You do little good jobs for people out there in the world. And as she walks away, you you realize that you're immune to this because you've lived with it your whole life, but you realize everything that she says is something you picked up. She's been using vicious mark- mockery on you without intent to harm. Oh my gosh. So rude. And as she walks away, you hear knee again go, Oh, I... Vicious mm, mockery my- back. Vicious mockery back without intent to harm. I say, okay, boomer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it has whatever whatever the Atland equivalent of okay, boomer is. That's yeah. what I say. Yeah. Awesome. Terrible. Terrible treatment of your parental figures and clear bettas. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> Bye, you, mommy. Love you. Have a nice yes. time with your egg. I love you occasionally, too. Okay. Unlike some who reach out and talk. I don't have that. I try. Everybody could do anything, I thought, or whatever it is. I love you, too. And uh, she heads down into the Underton Tunnel to go help with the egg. the temple, like, reinvent the fucking cell phone. Jesus. All right. Uh, as Asher goes grumbling along Tanzanite, uh, you all make your way towards where the temple was, where the building was. Um, and you come upon the building, but behind the building is a monstrosity of a structure. It's enormous. Um, there's an area cleared around and just down from some steps into the structure are crates and supplies and materials. And there seems to be a construction project going up around this. And it's kind of becoming the center of a new living space. Um, and you see your little shadow out there in front, concentrating her hands held up and even as you approach, you hear the ending of her, uh, whatever she's saying or doing. It is, and by Tanzanite's grace, let our new temples live forever. And then she sacks down. Whew. Only 400 days more of that to go. She turns around and sees you, and her eyes just get huge. It's quite large. Well, we had too many people and I mean we needed more room and the the crypts needed to be expanded and we've been arguing with the kobold guilds around creating more space and to not have I, I just put my hand on like her forehead and I go you're doing wonderful her body kind of relaxes a little bit and uh 
just looking around the space. Go ahead and roll, um, especially since this is your own thing here. Go ahead and roll an Arcana check with advantage. Okay. God, Jesus. God, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's that bad. Tanzanite uh, hates Christ. 15. That's well, not yeah. bad, bad. It's not um, good. You realize that there that what she's been doing is she has been um, casting and recasting a spell that is actually one of the spells you know, um, but she is creating a temple to you by casting Temple of the Gods, and she must be using up all of her magic every day in order to do this. Um, wow. Is there, um, I'm not in town very long at all, but is there anything you need from me while I'm here? Well, uh, it, it, uh, and she turns and kind of does a little nod to Asher, uh, Lord Asher and Lord Trixie have provided uh, secretarial services that have resolved a lot of our outstanding budgetary problems. Uh, and uh, so... I hope she's paying herself. I'm sure she is. We're, we're fairly solid. Uh, the, 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 the offerings, and she gestures, and you can see there's just piles of supplies, materials, food, and other things like that, uh, have been outstanding. Um, it seems that everybody knows that eventually they will need your assistance. The, the, yeah. secret, the secretary, the administrative assistant, does she get, does she angrily complain about me and how I have not checked in? Uh, apparently she prefers to not have overbearing supervision. Awesome. Um, she has... She seems to be the center of a lot going on in, in Overton. Uh, your lady mother has been able to step out of her role as well. Hmm. We should probably um, check in with her uh, before we go, as long as we're here. Yeah. And fall. Yeah. Oops. Maybe you run and do that. Meet me okay. back here. All right. I will split the party and do that. Triple split. split it more. Split, split, split. Uh, my little shadow, what do you need from me? So as Asher walks away, what, uh, uh, your, your blessings on what we're doing here, I suppose, and um, I, I, I know you are off finding glory for yourself and, and, and I don't know. I don't know what we really need, except maybe you could show yourself to our people okay. uh, and give us a purpose beyond what I've managed to arrange. 
Well, this very important conversation is happening. I'm going to turn around and yell at Tanzanite. Hey, meet me at the transportation circle in 30 minutes. <laughs> okay. Teleportation circle. Oops. Uh, can I simply just like put my arm around her and I want to go in and mm -hmm. see what she's done, see who's in there. Awesome. So this is where I get to turn it over to you because oh this is your temple through the lens of your acolyte and what she would have thought to do. Um, she is utilizing the space in this, this temple. Uh, it's dedicated to you. It's very obvious it's dedicated to you with symbols and so you can describe those symbols. Uh, it's got an interior with a floor, walls, and a roof. Um, and it has as many windows as you would like. It does have the one door, at least. It can have as many windows as you want. Um, and it's otherwise an open space inside with a altar or an idol. It's up to you to decide what that is. Um, and it is illuminated as bright or as darkly as you would like it to be. Uh, there's the smell of burning incense and the temperature is actually fairly comfortable. How would you describe? Um, I think I mean, it's, I feel like it's kind of cliche, but almost like, you know, a old school Catholic church design, but everything is like, has an air of like the Gothic purpleys, blues, blacks. It okay. has the like, all of the, um, what are those like glass window things? They're there. So it's full of windows, but like no lights actually getting in really because like the color of the glass is so dark that it only lets in, you know, just enough light so that you can see. Uh, and there's definitely an altar up front. But I don't know what of or how. Something very simple, I think. Okay. Um, standing within the space, you feel just a rush of well-being. Um, you also feel a sense of protection. Like, prying eyes can't see within this space. It's a sanctum. Are there people milling about? Uh, you do see uh, off on the far end a few people going forward and... and uh, other folks like your little shadow are doing something for them. Uh, you can't quite make out from this distance. Go ahead and roll a perception check. Okay. Try it different. Uh, perception. 15. Um, you don't cast this spell very frequently, but you know what it looks like. You've done it before. And you can see that they are 
healing people who have injuries. Um, off in the corner. That's about all you can make out exactly. You can't make out anything more exact about what they're doing. Um, there does seem to be another corner where somebody is talking very intently with two young people. Um, but other than that. Can I make like it's, I wanted to make it like a big show but it doesn't look like a big show of like I don't know if I need to do like a death roll or something but like I basically want to walk up to the altar like have all my shadows like spring out of me and like go up you know the walls maybe as I go to the altar and I want to just like place my hands on the altar and try to like maybe feel as many of those who have come into the space or those who have even wanted to uh, to just urge them to come whenever they need and I want to turn around and speak out and say for those who are currently here I know I've been away and not been as present as I should be, but I will do my best to to um, correct that and ensure that I'm here as I'm needed to be. So as you kind of do this, uh, your voice resonates in this space uh, just amazingly well. And um, other beings, you know, they, they might glow with power, but you seem to be enwrapped in um, shadows. And yet the shadows that you seem to be enwrapped with and, and that seem to kind of cling to every facet of the space, the light, lighting seem to, seems to, rather than bring light, bring shadow, uh, each of those generate a um, sense of, if you explore the shadows, you'll understand more, you'll get deeper insights and you create a sense of empowerment and guidance that connects with everybody and you see folks stand up a little bit straighter smile a little bit more gently and seem more at peace with what they're doing even though people who have yet to be treated seem to be more comfortable um, what you experience is you experience how many folks this is hitting. And it feels like a huge number of people have taken to worshiping you. And you realize you don't have their full attention, but you have a lot of folks divided attention, divided amongst many. And you realize that there, there is a sense of... Uh, no need to be connected directly to one specific uh, 
faith or pantheon, but rather paying respect to multiple as a as a a thing that people do. And then you have others who are fully devoted to you. And being here in the temple, you start to get a sense for the progress that you've made, and you can see that you've made tremendous progress in this respect. Um, and you kind of feel a surge of power hit you, both revitalizing and exhausting you at the same time. Um, I will message you what that means. <laughs> okay. And then I simply want to kind of squeeze the shoulder of my little shadow and just say, I'm always here when you need. And I'm going to head to the rendezvous point. Awesome. Asher, you have been heading over to different places. You've, you've, you going to the offices of your team, really, apparently. Um, what, where, where in the city do you think that would be located? And what do you, uh, can I see the the map again? Yeah. Let me just do a little bit of tweaking here. Tweak. Tweak. Nope. Wrong tweak. Bloop. 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 Um, there is a southern part where the woods are and they are located in the other closet at Tanzanite's house. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> I would say I'm going to go Old Overton. Okay. We're a well-established secret ruling class. No, uh, like I think like the, especially like the Luton Liars would be Old Overton. Um, maybe like a presence in the trade quarter, but not like the main office. Okay. Yeah, definitely somewhere near where the red border guards hold their main office spaces and, and barracks and stuff like that. Possibly. Yeah. Cool. Awesome. Maybe like that little windmill. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, so yeah, We're you... All about renewable energy at Boots and Liars. <laughs> you head on over to that, to the old windmill tower. Uh, it's not so old now. It's under efficient hands and it's been cleaned up it's both functional as a location for lutes and liars and the college of bardic learning people for the most part telling really bad poems jokes and singing horribly because they're still learning but as you go into the space uh going it's a grand space there's the a, a side project of milling flour seems to have been picked up since they are in a windmill and uh, you see someone waiting at the bottom of the stairs with a little small desk they look at you no glint of recognition uh, do you have an appointment sir um, I'm looking for fawn Uh, there's no one here by that name, sir. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Asher. Like, you may have heard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, and I am the Pirate Queen. I guess that, that is... I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, 
see, what can I do? In right. a flower mill. <laughs> um, I'm going to cast my mage hand and have it tap on her shoulder behind her. Oh. I'm Asher Lake. And I'm looking for five. You can see she's like still uncertain. Um, um hang on a second. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, let's say I'm Ashley Lake. Sorry, you don't believe me. Maybe this will help. And I'm going to polymorph her into a mouse for 10 seconds and then put her back. <laughs> it runs around, it races and hits the bottom of the staircase. <laughs> and as it's kind of laying there dazed for a little bit, the 10 seconds expire and it comes back. And there's a woman who goes, uh, yes, I, I suppose you are, or you're a demon. Um, let me see what I can do. And thank you. She runs up the Did stairs this time. She's got like a red mark on her forehead. <laughs> you just hear, a, a lot of noise up above as she's like running through and you hear papers fly up. It just sounds like a whole cacophony has been caused by her passageway or her passage making. Um, and eventually coming down the stairs is a red faced fawn who appears to be trying to hold back laughter <laughs> And the woman that you and Trixie hired as Tilly. an administrator, Tilly. They both come down and fall. I just looked that up as you were saying it. So I- oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> I was trying to remember her name because I was going to ask about her next. Well, I had to go look for her in my list too. But uh, Fawn gives you a slight nod. So, I heard- Hi, team. <laughs> yeah, uh, team. Yeah, so Tilly's really the boss. You know that, right? Like, have you? She is, and she's whispering this, but you just see Tilly, kind of like, "No, I'm not in charge. I'm simply helping things run more efficiently." And uh, Fawn's looking at you like she's in charge. Hmm. Hi, Tilly. How are things? It's all good. It's just lovely. I'm so glad that I took this position with you. It's been lovely getting things running more smoothly. Um, uh, We've taken on a lot, so just be aware. uh, Operations have expanded. Okay. Um, Um, Do you have everything you need? Do you need me to sign anything or do anything? uh, No. uh, Strange thing is that there wasn't a lot of... uh, set up legally speaking for everything so we've been building a bit of case law 
Uh, you should come down. You should you could you should see our young prosecutor, and uh, see what they've been able to come up with. Your mother has been quite helpful in that respect, and need a little less so. But luckily, he has enriched the coffers of the city quite a bit, tearing a, a, a hill off the city is not exactly going to endear you to the cosmopolitan sort. Things are going good. It's been chaotic and fun. Uh, did you hear about the demon incursions? Uh, briefly, as I was making my way here, I've heard several mentions huh. of demons. Yeah, yes, yes. It's, it's the term we're using for everything we don't quite know what to do with. Uh, so I think it's been more of a catch-all phrase, although a few of them have come on fire and with very demonic things going on. At any rate, uh, it's been quite lovely. There's a young band of, of, uh, and she smiles fondly, but it's the, the smile of someone who's indulgent and exhausted by this particular thing. You can see that that, that comes out across in her face. And like, a young band that seeks to be as you are. Uh, quite, quite a feat. Um, they've oh. been both helpful and a terror. So like us then. You know, I'm going to make sure I note that down because maybe that is a better way of looking at them. They could have a future. And she just, as she's talking, you see that some papers are floating down with little quills that are animated behind her, all writing different things. You see one is just like keeping a spreadsheet oh, sort of sort of tally of expenses it's got an expense column a revenue column and several other more esoteric I, columns. i've never used it but in, now this is canon that this is where asher just figured out animate objects plural i haven't but i've never used it so <laughs> uh, so uh what can i do for you um nothing i was just passing through and i just wanted to stop in and see how things were going but it sounds like you have they things well and quite well lovely. Um, we have failed in our campaign uh, in Canyonville, although we think you're aware of this in terms of uh, changing hearts and minds. It's there's a there's a there's a movement there. There's something underground that is uh, working against our works. There, uh, Canyonville might be a problem in the future. Uh, they've got a whole rumor mill established that is counter to what we were working with, but. Overton and the Delve, absolute fans of your works and what's going on. Uh, the Elven Cities we were making progress on until they were destroyed. Uh, and we've been making approaches to the desert communities, which is a little bit more difficult than we thought. And as she's just kind of giving you, she gives you the laundry list download of what's up in the world. Fawn just smiles and relaxes and maybe even as you like take a break to look over what she's doing or saying this i'm just an instructor for the bar at college and tilly continues to just give you the the download and then probably as you're hitting the the point in earlier if you decide to of about 20 minutes 25 minutes of updates she starts to run out of things to share. So, right, any new um, directions? No, um, I think 
Uh, just so you know, we have Grand at the tower. There was a whole thing. Um, so if you hear that he's missing, he's not actually. He's at, at the mage tower. He's about to harvest a dragon for us, and then he should be back. And then um, he could probably help you with entrance into the desert communities. He has an office up there. I'm sure you know. Yes, uh, yes, we've been. And then it sounds like Grand's got people are our people sometimes. Yeah. Sounds like you have everything in much better control than I ever did. So I'm just going to leave you to it and well, reach out if you need anything. I guess. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, do be aware. Uh, you took out a dragon. Places are still getting scorched. The smaller places, but places are still getting scorched and we're not able to quite wrap our heads around what's going on. Do you know what uh, the most recent one was? Uh, just today. Uh, and she looks down at, at her side and then remembers and she looks up and one of the little parchments flies in front of her face. Uh, yes. Uh, a town. Well, it used to be a town. Amundsen. Amundsen Shelter? Yes, that is it. We're good. Um, they seem to be recovering, but uh, it was some sort of flyby. They, they described it as a, a monster, a demon, which, you know, that's been a problem for us. Everybody's calling things whatever they feel like calling it. Uh, mm. We have seem to have two terms, dragons and demons. If you're another, not a dragon, you're a demon. I think there was another dragon up that way that we were supposed to go check into, so maybe we can head that way and try to figure it out. We're currently looking for the horde of the red dragon um it's been hoarding huh? eggs so we don't want it to hatch a bunch more red dragons so we need to deal with that yeah we did send a crew out to the areas that it seems to have been layering in or our best guests to suss things out haven't heard back from them but they just left you know not too terribly long ago they did have a small airship okay. uh, we'll uh we'll look for them Sounds uh, lovely. She okay. hands you like a, a small sheaf of paper that is pretty much like at a quick glance. It looks like a repetition of what she has shared with you verbally. Well, uh, no new directions, so we'll continue on as we have. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to go. I have to meet Tanzanite at the uh, teleportation ring, so I have to run, but uh, yeah. keep Excellent. up the great work. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, I do Thanks, really enjoy the Oh, let let uh let, let Trixie know that we had to right. go ahead and incorporate two different divisions of her potion making. And since we don't think she's going to be able to come back to do testing, uh, we have had to do some legal wrangling. Okay. Um, what does that mean? I mean, is it, what do you mean by legal wrangling? Well, uh, the drive forward is also a pushback. So finding a new way of dealing with testing has been an important thing to do uh, because competition is going to edge her out of the market entirely since there's a bottleneck with her organization in terms of her being the test subject. Okay. Um, I will let her know and maybe we can change the process contractually with her permission at some point. Yes. 
Um, that would be lovely. Uh, plenty of folks around eager to experiment and, and try new things, and they seem to be blowing up business as it is. Well, if We've you been can acquiring maybe find, those. I mean, Trixie's whole thing is that she's able to, you know, resist or resist poisonous substances. So if you could find more people with that ability, maybe we can oh, expand that, the test pool. That is hardly novel experience these days, so definitely interested in seeing what she thinks. Okay. Well, we will try to get back here so she can approve whatever she needs to approve. But I have Excellent. to go. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, right. On your way. On your way. Bye, everybody. I'm going to give Fawn a hug. Fawn, like, kind of stiff, and she says, um, I'm getting married in a week. You might want to show up. Be nice if the boss showed. In a week, like exactly a week? More or less. And more or you less, know. like I could show up more or less the day after or the day before. So, which yeah, day? If you, if, if you do, Gangledon will have words for you, but that's okay. Gangledon? You're marrying hey. someone named Gangledon? Sounds like Life. a lovely name is what you make of it. Is that the definition of Gangledon? <laughs> she smacks you on the back of your head as you go away. Um, all right. It sounds like, sounds like you have a, a cogent plan for your future, so I'm happy for you. Well, my that? first crush turned into a big baby, so no biggie. Okay. Bye. I'm going to leave. Okay. Uh, you head on out. Um, you can he hear them getting busy doing other works and things like that. You, you probably even hear Fawn yelling at somebody um, to stop scratching on the chalkboard. They should just write their words down with quill and ink. Um, just normal school slash spy slash center of... Uh, Political school of ridiculousness and bartery and spying. Yes. Uh, Tanzanite, you you wait for Asher a little bit when you get back. You're back on time. He's not. He's late. Oh, late. <laughs> um, but you will teleport. Trixie, from all the stuff that they've done, you have hours and hours in the tower a little breakfast brunch with Shep. Yeah. But so what else do you do? So while we're sitting there um, eating, what I kind of want to do is uh, take off my bracers and put them in my, my pack and then just kind of like feel and like meditate while I'm eating just because it is like my happy place mm -hmm. um, to try to attune to the cloak. Great. Um, and then uh, I want to order um, I want to order uh, three drinks. I want to order uh, two just like regular ales. And I want to order one of the Whatever it was that we drank. Oh, no. Okay. 
and I'm gonna give the one of the ales to Shep, and I'm gonna okay. and I'm gonna take the other one for myself, and then I'm going to wait until nobody's looking. And then, like, at, uh, hopefully I will be attuned to the cloak at this point. Yeah. I'm going to try to try, like, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just going to look at Shep and be like, shh, don't react. Like, say I went to the bathroom. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pull the hood up and I'm okay. going to grab the other drink and one of the vials off of my um, bandolier. One okay. of the empty vials, and I'm going to put the drink in one of the empty vials. Okay. And then I'm going to put the glass back. Go ahead and roll a sleight of hand check with advantage because you are invisible while doing this. Okay. Uh, 18. You have a vial of vile hallucinogens. Need. <laughs> Okay. Um, call, you can call it the spiced meat of hallucinogenics. Okay. Okay. Um, and I. The, the spiced meat of tasting colors. So, <laughs> I, just as a clarifying question to, like, uh, as Larissa, if I put the hood back down, does it, like, reserve the rest of the time or is it just, like, on for an hour? It's, it's, it's by a minute. minute. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. So, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put the hood back down. Um, it probably took you like five minutes to juggle the carefully to, you know, because large mouth, little mouth. Right. Don't want to spill too much. Right. All those things. Took um, me filling my flask with whiskey over the sink. <laughs> yeah. Um, although I will say that I am very dexterous, so I feel like I probably did a good job. Uh, yeah, I didn't make so- you roll that. I made you roll side of hand <laughs> to get it all done in one. Um. So yeah, that's um, and I'm just gonna look at Chef and be like, "Don't tell anyone I have that, okay? Nobody, don't tell anyone. It's our secret, okay?" If they leave us behind again, should we pour ale into pocket pouches? Uh, regular ale. Oh, we could put sand in their ale. What would that do? I don't know. And he holds up his little bag. <laughs> I mean, we could certainly find out. I mean, if anything, it might just make them sleep, right? Or have maybe they have some crazy dreams. Crazy dreams. Crazy, crazy dreams. That could be that could be fun and mischievous. Uh, I'm not. I'm not mad that they left us behind, though, because. Oh, I'm not mad either. I just think, I think, so the dynamic of our team uh, it, it's, is really good. But every once in a while, those two kind of really just butt heads. So it's, I just think it's good for them to have bonding time sometimes. And then I look at him and I go. <laughs> bonding time. You can see that it just totally went over his head. Okay. So everybody in our group, everybody in our group likes each other, right? 
we, we're all we're all friends. You you all seem to be quite lovely together. Yeah. Yeah. Asher and Tanzanite like each other. They just don't talk about it. Does that make yeah, they, sense? They seem to like each other very well. So they like each other more than like just friends. I don't know. I. Is this like. And he reaches out a hand and offers it to you, like to put your hand in his hand. You're drawn into a waking dream. And you hear his voice. These ones disturb me the most, but possibly what you're talking about. And you're taken into an erotic dream. Uh, um, um, eventually, uh, I like pull my. <laughs> I like it. it, it um, that is not an image I ever need to see again. Uh, it, 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 maybe the thing is, is they they they, they both. He have a he, he looks at you very closely. What image did you see? Chef just invented porn again. <laughs> no. Um. Um. When when one person loves another person very much, um, that's what they do, um, and and they're on their way to to getting like that kind of relationship. They're not there yet because they both have separate responsibilities, um, and I don't know if they'll ever get there. So um, oh, so every- you mean like this type? And he holds out his hand again. Nope, not doing that again. <laughs> You're just I'm I'm gonna have to trust you, and you're gonna have to trust me on this, okay? Uh, yeah. But- but I, I don't know how much, you know, we've been traveling together for a long time and we've been through a lot together. And I just don't know how much, how much longer we're going to get to do that because we, we have so much, we have so many responsibilities, each of us individually, um, let alone what our group does. And I just, I, I want to give them time together when I can. So if it's not something that, you know, needs somebody to get punched in the face. Um, I I just try to hang back. I think it's it's good for them to have time to spend together. So oh. uh, I'm not mad. Um, Sounds good. And, yeah, and also never say any of this to them either, because they will deny it and they will pretend they don't know what you're talking about, and it will just make Tanzanite very uncomfortable. And also Asher a little bit, but he'll actually kind of lean into it, and then it just makes everybody uncomfortable. <laughs> So this is just a, this is you and me bonding, but not like their kind of bonding. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. But, um, I do think maybe that if the next time, if you do really want to go with them, feel free to, to speak up, like don't inter- interrupt because they interrupt each other all the time. So, um, you, you, you know, if you can't beat them, join them kind of thing, you, you, you just got to speak up for yourself. Oh, okay. 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 If you want something, you, you got to ask. Otherwise, we're not going to know. <sighs> so wrong. So, 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 so wrong. I have been trying to keep this PG. Everyone is working against me. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, well, um, 
I know you already went shopping. Is there anything else you want to do as long as we're here? Uh, I, I, f- I feel like I've, I mean, my, my plan, you're, you're not ready for me to try my idea, but, uh, right. So what I mean, do you, you do for fun for, for your enjoyment, but isn't, but doesn't take isn't taxing for you. Um, don't really know what that means. Um, okay. So, for example, I like to eat. That that brings me joy. That makes me happy. Um, and uh, I don't, it's not work. I don't even have to do it, but I like to do it. Um, uh, like I like to give people dreams. Okay. Um, is there dreams. anything? But that's also kind of your job. Do you do you know what no, I mean? My 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 job was nightmares. Oh, so you like to give people dreams so, instead of nightmares? Yeah, it's been fun. An okay. Experiment. Okay. Um, do you want to try to do that with some of the people here? In a nice way, it, like maybe give them like not scary or or, or you know, not night not nightmares, but you know, um, oh, like the dream I shared with you. You know what? Sure. <laughs> as long as it's not me, sure. You see him kind of like tilt his head up. Uh, maybe Anna uh, sleep upstairs. Okay, so maybe is it going to be obvious that you're doing it? No. I mean, uh, and it makes it easier, but I can do without. Well, I'm just I'm wondering if, if people here are going to look at you and know what you're doing and maybe we should go back to the room. Oh, no. Okay. Then go ahead. I'm just going to I'm just going to keep eating my pancakes. You just see him half lit his eyes and um, as you finish up your pancakes, you get to the last bite. Uh, he opens his eyes and goes, <laughs> "Well, he has strange, strange interests." And not like ten minutes later, Brand comes down looking very tussled and messed up, and he just kind of looks around the space and doesn't seem to be making eye contact, like can't make eye contact. And he goes down and sits down at another table further away and just puts his head in his hands. Uh, I I flag down the server um, uh, and uh, I'm like, do you have, I can't remember, do we have coffee and tea in this world? We have anything, whatever. Okay. Um, do you have like a really strong tea or coffee? <clears throat> uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I can steep it for longer if you want. Um, well, not to the point where it gets bitter, unless you want to throw like some honey or something in there to sweeten it up. But um, if you, if I could get one of those and uh, send it over to um, 
my friend over there. You don't have to tell him I sent it. Just tell him it's on the house or something. Um, but he just really looks like he could use it. Okay. He certainly uh, could use a pick-me-up. Certainly. Caffeine for the distraught-looking person. Like, eventually you see it delivered. Um, Grand kind of looks up and just their eyes blinking at it kind of vaguely listens but doesn't say a word and sniffs and then just <laughs> burns their mouth so and I, I turned back I, I just it's surreptitious I'm not like trying to like, you know give, make it too obvious or anything that we're uh, uh, watching him and so I just kind of turned back to Chef and I go <coughs> so was that fun did you did did that bring you joy I like it when people are happy. Okay. That's good. It's nice. It's it's nice to bring people happiness. That's kind of what we, I mean, on a grander scale, we try to make people happy, keep people safe. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's nice to he do. woke up. He almost finished and he would have had apparently all the gold in the world. Ah. Uh, well. Maybe another day. I'm sure we'll yeah. run into him again. So he has a tendency to crop up where wherever we end up being. So oh, well. apparently swimming through gold is a thing. That doesn't seem very. Was it liquid gold? No, just. Ducktails. Woo. <laughs> Lasers. Good. Uh, like coins? Yeah, it was weird. Not weirder than other. I mean, there was one thirteen-year-old <laughs> who. Never mind. Nope, I don't need to know. Yeah. Okay. Um. Well, do you know how to fight? You mean like battle? Um, I, I guess like maybe like hand-to-hand -hand combat? Somewhat, yeah. Do you want to practice and I could teach you if there's things you don't know I could teach you? Sure. Okay. Um, I fly down the server again and I, I ask, you know, it, it, uh, pardon, sorry. Is there... um? Uh, a, a room that people can, you know, train or practice um, or spar uh, anywhere in the tower? Um, yes, you're directed to a location that is um, on the main level and back behind some, some uh, uh, like, not the lobby, but, like, back behind a couple uh, layers of things. Uh, it's a shielded room it's usually used for simple things but if you need something more uh, complex you might need to go up to the rare room there's a testing facility that I don't think we're not going to be using any weapons or anything it's just it's yeah I, I think this will be fine thank you okay uh, and I take ship up there and I go well first uh, we have to sit just for a little bit because we just ate did he eat yeah Okay. Okay. So, so we we should we should just sit for a little bit because if we if we're really 
active, you know, um, moving around a lot after just eating, it could make us not feel well. So um, why don't you and I, we're just going to sit um, and um, it's, it's this, hmm. do you know what it's like when you're awake but it's inside your head. There's kind of an absence of a dream. Oh yeah. Meditation, or this? Do you have a different word for it? Um, that works. Well, let's do that for like maybe ten minutes, and let our food settle, and then yeah. uh, you can show me what you know, and then I can maybe fill in any gaps, and 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 we can see if. Um, maybe I can teach you some new moves. Um, yeah, you both meditate in whatever way you're, you both are doing, and then at the time that is up, do you want to roll initiative? Or is this much more... Uh... I mean, I it, it would be kind of think of like more like a wax on, wax off kind of okay. <laughs> montage. So, like, so I don't want it... to... I want to so... see... I guess... I guess maybe because I would tell him to, you know, uh, come at me, bro. Uh, okay. So that I could at least, you know, attempt to, but like in a non-lethal way. Yeah, totally. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, just go ahead and we will do a little initiative just for back okay. and forth what you're doing. Okay. Um, let me know what you roll. And- <laughs> it's pretty standard for me. Uh, nine. <laughs> that fits. He, he got a 23, so that's okay. Yep, yep, yep. Um, that makes sense. He, he stands there waiting. Well, you, 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 you show me. Do you, so do you know how to attack or do you only do like defensive stuff? Oh, yeah. Either way. And as he rushes forward towards you, he is not walking. He's flying through the air, moving just as quickly as you move. And he's just suddenly there in front of you. And as he's suddenly there in front of you, he swings his claws at you. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be a 27 to hit. That hits. You feel it, and you feel that he's holding his claws back so he's not actually hitting you and causing damage. But you can feel that there's a pulse of something beyond that physical that would happen, and he's pulling that back as well. Okay. Um, and then immediately behind that, you see, almost like you didn't see it, his staff has come out, and it falls right behind. He gets to... Uh, a claw mm-hmm. and a staff attack each turn. Um, and that'll be a 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, 20, 20. 23 to hit? No. Cool. Uh, and as that, he like kind of moves and you just kind of flow underneath his strike. Uh, you feel following behind it kind of like just a distorting array like your thoughts become slightly scrambled by proximity Um, but because you weren't hit it doesn't affect you and and he's been trying to hold back on the damage in in general and then he floats to the side and moves 10 feet away from you and his turn is over okay Um, 
I am. I'm going to. But he's only he's ten feet away. Yeah. Okay. So I would like to use my pole arm because I can because I have a reach of ten feet. Mm-hmm. Um. And I am going to. Okay. Um. Yeah, I am going to uh, essentially a, a, attempt to hit, you know, with my my two staff attacks. But like it would be a, a an instance where once I get close, I like stop it so it doesn't actually make contact. Okay. Um. And the first one would kind of be like a, as I ducked around. Ma'am, could you not? Thank you. Um, come here. Uh, as I duck and he floats away, I pull out my staff and I kind of do like a low, almost like a low, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's not like a barrel jump. But like a, like a, all I can think of is the dance move, which is a star jump. But you like, it's one foot and then you swing the other leg around and like, and the arm would follow to kind Mm -hmm. of incorporate the 10 feet. Um, So I'm going to do that with a one across and then bring it back down like that. Uh, Like swing it over the head and then bring it back down. And that's going to be my two attempts. Uh, First one is... Uh-uh. Uh, that's a 19. That hits. Does it? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, geez. Uh, so, uh, uh, it doesn't actually hit, but, um, it would go up against his side. And then the other one is, oh, um, a 21. That hits. And then as, I don't, I think I can do this. Um, as I stop that one, I'm going to almost, I'm going to try to rush again in a way that kind of looks like I'm pulling myself uh, towards him because I'm uh, moving my pole back like the shovel and I'm going to drop the shovel into the ground, like push it into the ground and then follow up with a flurry of blows in like spots that would hit if they hit. Mm-hmm. Um uh, first one is a fifteen. Miss. Okay. Uh. So, let's say my maybe I just don't rush. Like I, I, my momentum is a little bit off, and I pull the. I hate you so much. I pull the uppercut a little bit fat too, like too early, and it's just like a, a like a swing, swing kind of thing. Uh, the second one was a twenty-five. Twenty-five hits. Yeah. So like in a video game when you're like pressing yeah. uppercut, pressing uppercut kind of thing. Um, and so I just stop there, like with my fist under his chin. I go, "So you're fast, which is good." Can you move farther away from me than you did? If I need to. And he flies straight up 
and he's okay. hit the ceiling and is it still seems like he has plenty of ability to move. Okay. Well, I would, so in my recommendation, I would definitely take advantage of that um, because it seems oh. like you're not, you're, you're, you're fast and you can hit hard, but. Normally I don't have to do that. All I do is this. And you see him raise his hands and six shadows come out and stand in a circle around you. What did what did what did they do? I mean, you don't have to. You could tell me. You don't have to show me if it's going to hurt me. But oh, they're shadows, so uh, they're sneaky. They're dangerous. They're necrotic and poisonous, and not much can affect a shadow. Except for light, right? That would be the downside. Okay. Well. And then as he d- does that, the shadows kind of disperse back to the walls. I also do some other things that can confuse somebody who's trying to hurt me. Yeah, I think I got a little a little bit of that. Um, but there is one thing I would really kind of like to teach you that I think would, would, would be beneficial for you if you end up being, you know, not being able to use all of those things. And uh, I would like to spend the time uh, training with him so that yeah. he will also have Polar Master. Oh, cool. As a feat. I think in the course of that, you're going to learn some of the things that he does um, just because he's going to do them on accident and such. So why don't you go ahead and roll a, um, let's just, it's called, it's just an observational really. So perception check. Okay. Neither of you two, because you have been, uh, screwing me over. That's a unnatural twenty. Doity oh, twenty. Cool. Um, uh, you see him. Like there, there's a couple of moments where you think that you're going to get a hit in, and then you just are completely confused. And when you kind of get your thoughts back in order, you see him looking apologetic at you. It's "Uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's Uh, all right. There's another time where you're about to land a hit that might've been too much. Like you kind of lost, you both got too into it and lost, almost lost control. And you froze up like all stiffened. And again, he waits for about a minute or so. And then he says uh, again, apologies no this is i'm 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 enjoying it i, I i'm having fun are you are, oh, are, are you finding this benef- beneficial it's quite fun yeah. good good i'm glad it, it's nice to have the the other two they don't really um they don't really do this this kind of thing so yeah. it's nice to have fun it's nice to have someone to kind of you know play this out with where it's you know it's not we're not actually trying to hurt each other, but you get you get to flex your muscles a little bit, you know? Yeah. It'd be even more fun for you if you were undead. Um, maybe eventually, but not right now. Oh. I, can, yeah. I, I like being, I like the being alive part. Yeah. A little too much. Understood. Yeah. You just have this back and forth and uh, every once in a while you kind of get a shiver as he's doing something just there 
the the illusion that he's wearing doesn't account for some of the physicality that his true form is capable of. And so it's just a little creepy to watch somebody move in some of the ways that he moves. But you can tell that he's not really a melee fighter primarily. Yeah. He's much more of a, a, a creature that controls other creatures and has them manage the situation for him. Cool. It's good to be well-rounded. Uh, <laughs> you can easily pass an hour or a couple of hours doing that. Um, eventually, he does seem to get pick up some of the idea with his staff to use that as a way to control the area around him. And he seems to grin and really enjoy controlling the area around him in that way. all right um time winds down anything else in specifics you want to try to do then what i will say is that we will pick back up with asher and tanzanite having teleported back to the tower trixie maybe a little sweaty but enthusiastic about her little battle and and shep just looking as calm and peaceful as they have in the past, but um, a little glimmer of joy in their eyes. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you for joining us at this little game that we play. Uh, I hope you have had a lovely day. Why does it keep turning on? Stay off. Uh, Thank you. And I hope you have a wonderful week. Two weeks, because we will be back in two weeks. Yes. Bye. See you in two weeks. Okay, bye. 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 bye.